Welcome, everybody, to episode 22 of the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host, DK Dynamite, with our first episode of the new year, 2022. Got a wonderful co-host, Fajardi. How are you doing today, my friend? Uh, I'm doing swimmingly. I don't know why I look so blue on the webcam, but, you know. I actually felt uh, the same way about mine today, but I don't know if it's my shirt. I don't know if it's the background or something. I didn't change anything about the lighting in the room, so I have no idea. Yeah, me either. <laughs> what I'm happened there? Today. We're just blue. All right. It fits the theme perfectly uh, of the channel and the podcast here, so why not? <laughs> but, yeah, I am really happy to be here tonight. We have a lot to get through. I think quite a few topics that have been on our minds over the past couple of days. Um, the first thing I'm going to say is it's kind of weird on YouTube Studio. I don't know if anybody else realized this. YouTube Studio, for some reason, when you schedule a stream, is only allowing you to schedule streams in like 15-minute intervals, like 1.15, 1.30, 1.45. Not sure when that started. I don't know why they make these silly changes and just don't say anything, but uh, <laughs> just stuff to get used to for some reason when doing streams. I don't know. It's weird how they change things sometimes for no reason. It was also surprisingly... A busier week than I thought it was going to be. We ended up uh, putting out quite a bit of content, lots of stuff we had on deck, which I'm really, really happy about. And we're going to kind of reflect on that uh, as we go on here. But uh, appreciate everybody in chat right now who's watching us on YouTube. Kaljitsu, Eric, how you guys doing? Uh, Curtis, let's go. Buddy Curtis, appreciate you becoming a member there. Much love there. Brett, how you doing? Talking about members, I just got my two-year member badge. That uh, is amazing, dude. A few days ago. <laughs> two years. Two years since we put out the member program on the channel with all the different colored icon bombs and whatnot. Let me see that again. Oh, man, it looks, it looks crazy. Nice and highlighted. I think you and, uh, was it John C? Another member? Uh, me, have that? me, John, and Cajun have it. We're the only ones. Maybe That's, LA. Maybe LA, yeah. Cajun, buddy Cajun, yeah. Long I got to talk to him. At some point soon, it's been a minute. Mm -hmm. uh, what's up, Alex Daniels? I believe he's a winner of one of my uh, Vanguard giveaways as of recently, man. Appreciate you popping in. But yeah, I mean, how has the start of 2022 been for you, my guy? Like, what, what's the vibe lately, man? What's going on? <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> I, there's there's no real way to, um, to kind of beat around the bush with what I've been doing. But, uh, you know, COD is not that in a good of a state right now. Uh... Everything to do with the render side of that is in absolute shambles, as well as the game, the game not even working properly, uh, stuff broken. So I have been absolutely uh, sickly addicted to uh, playing Fortnite again. This Look at this guy, man. Year. Is this guy a hypocrite or not, man? He got, <laughs> this guy runs a COD I'm podcast and plays Fortnite. No, I'm just, it's all good, man. I'm uh, everybody has their thing. No, I mean, I've had a blast uh, doing recording sessions of uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, Back for Blood, Dead by Daylight. Uh, definitely want to do some Fort for fun. Um, it, it's been awesome just playing other things as well and hanging out. I think, though, even when they fix Vanguard, I don't even think the interest will skyrocket that much, though. I, I, I just don't see it happening. I'd love to be proven wrong, but that's just uh, for all modes, too, not just not just MP or, or the Warzone. I'm just I'm thinking about that uh, altogether. But, uh, yeah, it, it's weird to think about cod being in the state especially how they they kind of ended the, the the last year off on a bad note went on vacation and then came back also on a bad note and it's like i don't know man i'm just trying to stay optimistic you know covering vanguard whenever i can but as people have probably seen i've definitely been dipping my toes into uh different types of content lately not just news you know just throwbacks and and, and uh kind of reviews of things people may have forgotten about and it's been fun doing that you know been changing up the style quite a bit 
Uh, he has a uh, Cal and chat put, we like Fortnite, we like Fortnite. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's literally Pedrati right now, man. It's all good, too, because you know what? It's like as long as you're happy doing what you're doing, that's all that matters. The fact you still come come around every Friday and want to sit down and do a COD podcast, I mean, it still, it still goes a long way. So it doesn't matter what you're necessarily playing, but you still know what's going on at, at the very yeah. least, right? And uh, Eric said... Um... Fortnite render gang with like the little the strong arm emoji. That's yeah, yeah that's funny. Obviously, uh, yeah, I've been doing a, a few of that, which I'm sure we'll probably get into later. Absolutely, uh, Fortnite renders. <laughs> but yeah, that's freaking. It's the the Fortnite the Fortnite side of things is gonna get really crazy, especially for me. I got I got a few clients uh, already lined up, um, which uh, which is it was just crazy. Which I'm I, I'm more more than grateful that's even happened with. The amount of posted on it, with only two renders, but yeah, it's actually uh, we're having fun. Yeah, it's actually ironic because it's like it's not that you don't want to make COD renders. I mean, maybe your interest is low, but it's like you're gonna be banned for ripping new models. So it kind of puts you in a tough spot where it's like, what can an artist do now? Uh, or or like I, you you have a chance to and like I'm not I'm not gonna take that chance especially on Vanguard of all games if, yeah, if it was last year if it was Cold War I mean you might <laughs> I might be uh might be rip more models but yeah uh, <laughs> I I would say the same thing man for Vanguard like is it worth because the thing is it's not even about getting banned like the principle of having to go through a process trying to get it unbanned but then you know you have bought things on this account for a variety of cods microtransactions whatever and then if you're banned across all titles because of ripping models from one game that's just silly i mean it's just you're mm. losing hundreds of dollars if not more in content you may have bought uh i saw this tweet i want to bring it up here in the podcast real quick it's from the person who i believe is the actual founder of greyhound who put together the program i could be mistaken i'm not i'm not a pc guy i might not know but uh phil over on twitter saying Law, another lobby where someone is just aimbotting with constant headshots and pre-firing every corner. But God forbid you use Greyhound to make renders or make custom zombie mods. This is not tolerated. <laughs> I just think it's a funny tweet because it's like, you know what, man? Uh, regardless if you agree with the guy on a lot of things, th this is just a tweet that goes a long way, honestly. It's uh, it's true. I mean, it, it blows my mind that, you know, I know the, the anti-cheats meant to kind of, uh, I, I guess, ban people quicker. Like, it'll detect them a lot a lot faster. Not necessarily yeah. after even one or two games they play. Maybe after three games, it'll get them banned. But then you're insta-banned almost for, for playing around with, you know, models, trying to make custom zombie content. It's kind of weird how how that works. But um, I, I, only time will tell if, if that's going to be something that Activision prioritizes or, or fixes at any point in the future. Uh, I, I definitely couldn't tell you. I mean, at this point, it's unpredictable what, what the priorities are behind the scenes. I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> yeah, there's some funny comments in the chat. Cal said the secret is I'm just I'm just mad I suck hot ass at Battle Royales. <laughs> hey man, the odds are for everybody. I, I I'm it. sorry to pronounce your name. Uh, I'm just gonna call him God because I like, cause it the God. I said I don't play Fortnite, but I like your Fortnite renders uh, at Fajardi, and I I, I really appreciate that. And that's why um, for the for the start, I'm gonna stick to more. Uh, like the crossover type models because i feel like anyone can really relate to that if you're a fan of the the crossover for example like the spider-man renders like a lot of people like spider-man but if oh, you yeah. don't like fortnite you still like spider-man so like you know there's still you're kind of bridging a gap between two different kind of interests there and yeah. that's and that's originally what i did um when i first started doing renders i started merging um cold war models with like my own little marvel spice to it um, because then you're appealing to more people and, you know, you might not like Cold War, but you do might like Green Goblin or whatever. Um, yeah. That do you want me to pull it up right now or do you want to wait till later to, um, to go yeah, well, 
I, is there is there like a topic about it? Uh, oh, I, I have it on my, my notes on the side here, but yeah, whenever you want to go over, let me know. Let me, we'll, we'll pull it uh, up. It, I mean, yeah, screw it. Might as well do it. Yeah, we're on topic now. Yeah, yeah might as well. Let me, let me pull it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely want to take a look at that because it was it blew my mind, chat. And again, people might look at that as like, oh, you're you're tired of COD, you're moving away. It's like, no, I mean, there's ups and down, there's up and down periods for for especially with the art community for COD and whatnot. So, um, I, I'm sure you'll have COD renders at some point, <laughs> whenever whenever it uh, appeases you, but. If, Starting with Venom. I mean, take it away, man. Look how crazy this render is, man. God damn. Yeah, the Venom this, this is... It's, uh... God damn. <laughs> Epic might just hire you, man. You might you might be gone in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Epic might just... <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know about that because I'm not sure how... Um, I know. People getting hired and I, 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 I'm so... Different just, I'm kind of making it for fun at this point, but... It's, uh, yeah, the, the Venom render, it's not the craziest thing posing-wise, but I definitely think the Photoshop job is is pretty good on it. I really, I really dig it, man. It's, it's just, it's crazy to think about how Fortnite represents like the game, like the game that does everything that brings every, almost every character possible. Like I really respect it for that. I've had the same stance for the last couple of years that I respect what it's done for the industry. It's not necessarily my cup of tea where I'm going to play it every day, but I, I wouldn't mind, you know, dipping my toes into it, record some fun Facebook content, you know, hang out with my brother and you and play it. But, mm -hmm. uh, I, I, you know, I'll talk about this later, of course. I just don't like that other game developers and publishers felt the need to try to, like, hop onto that bandwagon as if they could replicate what Fortnite's doing. And nobody really could. But, yeah, I mean, continue with, uh, with the art. It's amazing, man. So, uh, also, with all of this, I, I've had to learn a full new program, Blender, which I've yeah. been on. If you don't know, I've been on C4D for the past year doing COD stuff. Um, recently took on a new, full new program. And I think I caught on to it pretty quickly, which is good because you're seeing, uh, uh, hopefully going to be seeing more frequently post posts of Fortnite. But yeah, the first one, Spider-Man, uh, people seem to like that one. And the Spidey sense, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, actually it's like, incredible. It's yeah. like um, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and like Into the Spider-Verse. But I, yeah. and then the last thing I'll touch on is like, I know, I know I've started off with COD renders um, and I, and I know I might not be doing it for a little bit because of the situation that's going on um, with COD, but all in all, uh, you know, I don't expect these posts to do uh, anything extravagant uh, because I'm kind of just posting it for fun, and, that, and that's and that's the best thing that, that you uh, yeah. you want to you want to keep true is if you're posting what you're having fun posting and people like that. I mean, I'm more than blown away that even the Venom post got 82 likes because for being a COD person with 1300 followers to get that i'm i mean uh, that's that's more than enough for me well bro it's all about passion like i was saying man it's like it, it, what you're saying now reminds me of other creators that are known for a certain game or a certain style of content all of a sudden branch out start doing other things what that reminds me of is you know when you get those comments from people oh this made you oh you fell off it's like the energy is 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 disgusting but i love when creators stand their ground and say hey i'm supposed to be what i'm passionate about uh, maybe uh, maybe they're not even tired of what they're known for. They're just trying something else out for the sake of it, right? That, so it's like you know what I mean. It, it, it's it's all up to the discretion of the creator, and there's nothing wrong with with trying different things. And I was gonna say, speaking of the Spidey sense, when I saw No Way Home again the other day, I, I completely <laughs> didn't notice the first time that when Peter Astro projects from his body at that one scene where he's fighting Strange, you actually see the spider tingles. Like you could see them above his head when he's Astro projecting, which is such a small detail. That uh, I'm glad they put into the movie, by the way. But yeah, absolutely beautiful pieces of art here, man. Incredible to see. 
Um, and no, I mean, either way, performance, in my opinion, doesn't matter when, when you're when you're loving what you're doing and really passionate about what's going on. Um, tweets tweets don't pay your bills, so you're not really looking at like the metrics saying, oh my God, it has to hit this, this amount of likes. We're just chilling, man. We're just vibing. Um, and it's, it's great to see. But there was a great comment from Eric, not to deviate from your point, but game developers who try and ride the hype from another game or steal another game's fan base and be like, we can do it better, lose respect for me. I love this comment because... It's, again, something we're going to go into probably later in the podcast, but the whole thing with the BR movement, it's like, I get it. I get why devs, you know, try to hop onto that bandwagon. I do, but I, I think I think every dev at this point knows that they're, they're not going to be able to touch kind of what Fortnite's going for, and Here's they got to respect that. And for my support oh. to your awesome content, hope you and Faharty are doing well. <laughs> hope you and Faharty are doing well. Gotta love Texas Speech with Donos, man. Thank you so much, <laughs> Dutch Master. Much love, buddy. Much love. Really appreciate that. And yeah, here's the new year, man. Cheers. I got my G Fuel made. Hype sauce. Definitely a great flavor. Uh, somebody in chat, I believe, said they used my code for 30% off G Fuel when I had that boost. Thank you so much. It was Lone Wolf. Much love to you. We actually have another two code boosts coming up uh, in January. I'll be announcing that very soon. Really, really proud of that. And we also have some other big partnership announcements that I'm really eager to tell you guys about. But once I'm allowed to, I will. A lot of cool stuff coming up for you guys. Um, I also want to kind of reflect on 2021 before we get into like some of the juicier topics. Well, yeah, well, last thing, last thing yeah. about Fortnite. Yeah, code Pajardi in the item shop. You can I forgot. Use it now. Yes. Um, co- yeah, code F A J A R T Y in Fortnite item shop. You know, if you want to use it, there you go. I just got it yesterday, but uh, I am writing yeah, this down right now on my notes. I'm gonna make a Nightbot command for it. Just so that, <laughs> I, just so I remember, I know there's even a code Eric M, I believe as well, right? Yeah, I mean, code you, Eric it, M, it, it's uh, awesome. CPZ seven for Casper Z. It, it's uh, awesome seeing you guys have codes, man. I mean, you know what? Since we're on topic of codes, let me just touch something real quick because Casper Z tweeted something out, which was great. I'm, I'm gonna pull it up right now, actually. Why not? Because we're we're on topic, it, it makes sense to bring this up. So let me see if I could find it. It was oh, I found it. Perfect. First tweet. Casper Z, legend. We had him on the podcast. Uh, what was it a couple of months ago? He said, y'all heard about creator codes, right? I can count on one hand how many creator codes I've seen given to COD creators. In Fortnite, you only need a channel. You only need a channel with 1K subs to get your own. So I'm not saying that COD should go down the same route and be like, oh, yeah, let's give it to everybody who can prove they have 1,000 followers. I'm not saying that either. But what is the program? Like, see, they're clearly mimicking the success Fortnite has, right? Trying to mimic how that success works and how they can fundamentally support creators. Sure. But it's like the program has been closed since MW 2019. Can, can you believe that? They haven't given out codes since MW 2019. Nothing maybe has when, been said uh, about it. Maybe when they update the Warzone engine, they'll let more people in. But what the <laughs> fuck's I got to do with the You know what I mean? It's like, and again, people might take this as, oh, you're just salty. You don't have one. Hey, I'm not even talking about myself. I'm talking about like Phase Jev. Where the fuck is his code? Yeah, the guy's the big, you know what I'm saying? Like what? One. I don't know what's going on with That's that. the thing. It's like, and it's it's not about the money. Like if I ever got a code, I swear to God, Chad, if, if they came to me and said, hey, we can give you a code, but we can't give you any money for it. Like, you know, proceedings from each each purchase. I don't care. Donate it to charity. I, the recognition means the world to me to have a code that represents the, 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 the work you've put in over in the Call of Duty item shop. That's amazing. But uh, it's not about the money at all. It's just something that it's like, come on, dude. There's people that are, that are working their butts off and, and there's just no type of uh, acknowledgement of that from people that are supposed to be working on that department. But I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if, if they'll ever go down the route and, and do that program correctly. Um, I was told, I mean, I can say this. I was told probably like a good eight months ago that they were considering opening up the program in the future, but there weren't any immediate plans to do it. Uh, and that's just unfortunate because I remember I have great memories of like the start of a Cold War season. 
And you, you would put in chat, you'd be like, hey, everybody, put one in the chat if you would use code Dynamite right now for the new Battle Pass or for the new COD bundle. And, dude, ones were flooding the chat. And it, it, yeah. I wanted to cry, dude. Like, I was, I was, it was like tears of joy. Like, it, it was an emotional moment to see people that were like, yeah, I'm down right now. So imagine the money Activision could be making, you know, uh, you know, me promoting their content even more. It's like, come on, dude. It, it's just, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy to see that, how out of touch that is. There's so, there's, there's so many people, like, uh, like some off the top of my head, like uh, obviously Jev, uh, people like great channels. Pig. Yeah, what the f- um, like they're they're just cons- like consistent. Pretty sure daily content, and it's just it's just not being recognized. I mean, ob- and obviously yeah. you, um, but yeah, it, like, but it, like you said, it's not it's not about you. It's just about like the, the there, principles. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's some there's a lot of people that in the, in the community that that just should definitely get it, and I think. Uh, maybe, maybe because the some of the things Jeb has kind of said, maybe uh, yeah. But the, <laughs> I think that, even the but. ones that have codes now have said things too that are like, oh wow, it's a little spicy. But uh, I mean, overall, I mean, Bear Pig's a great example because I feel like he kind of leads uh, in a way like the the Warzone gameplay content. Like, not many channels could just go do that. You know what I mean? And and uh, what's weird is that there's two circles, right? Because you have your first circle, which is. Uh, you know, like the 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 influencer program where they'll be sent things or invited to Zoom calls, play stuff early. Then there's a circle within that circle that has like the the exclusivity where they have the code in the item shop and whatnot. Where they'll get percentages every month of you know people that use their code and then they'll get some money and some checks. So it's interesting how there's like two circles of of influencers and it's like how do you get into the first one? It's like there's just no there's no set of rules. If somebody's new to the community, they don't know what's going on. So. It's, yeah. in, it's interesting how how, how that kind of goes, but you know what are you gonna do? I'm not. See, the thing is, whenever I bring up criticism like that or uh, things that I've noticed that don't make any sense with the creator program, it's not about me. I'm not trying to. And people will still make it out to be like that. Oh, you're just salty. It's like I'm not salty at all, man. It's like it'd be it'd be a, a dream come true to work with them and to do something. But uh, I'm I'm beyond grateful for what we already could establish on our own with no help. It, it's been it's been just a dream come true to do all this, man. Uh, thank you so much to Hells, man. Much love, brother. Congrats on new partnerships. Yeah, I, it really means a lot, man. It, it really it really means a lot. Uh, Cal went ahead and wrote, it very much seems like the in-group in an ideal world, anyone over X amount of subs would be able to apply. In this world, it's clearly more so who certain people like on a personal level. And that's what I don't agree with because to me, that's not professional. To me, it's like, I get it in the business world. It's like, oh, networking is important. Who you know is more important than what you know. We've heard that all the time. I know, but... When it comes to like content creation, it's like that shouldn't be the case. When when you see Epic doing going out of their way to promote artists and to bring people into the program, it's like how how is Activision not doing that when they're trying to mimic what Epic does? It's it's weird. But uh, yes, Zai, beautiful comment. In the meantime, all the cool boys use code Prestige, dude. The cod item shop absolutely is Prestige Espresso. Great people. I mean, it, it's like you know, switch off whenever you can. Support Apparently. some great creators. Apparently, Jeb does have a code. Maybe he doesn't promote it. I've never seen. I, I swear, I tried typing it in. I couldn't do it one time on stream. Maybe I typed um, it in wrong. Well, yeah, I, I, just, I just pulled. I just pulled up this master list, and, it, and I'm this master list, and it says it's Jevro. Uh, G or yeah, J E V R O. That's, that's he just weird. doesn't promote it. I mean, that's fine. I mean, yeah, I stand corrected on that. Well, yeah, but. I mean, yeah, even then, Jeb was just one example, uh, one example of that. And yeah, we, we might have been wrong on that, but there's so many other. Yeah, I didn't uh, know that. I don't know. So many other large people. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a pretty big list here. I think a lot of them are. Every single pro player has one. That, um, yeah, I figured that. 
but see, that's the thing, right? It's like, why why has that turned into such a, like a celebrity status type system where it's like you have to know these big people to, whereas Epic's like, oh, let, let's bring up smaller creators. Let's give them an opportunity yeah, to, to do something. Like, you know what? I, like, that's just, it's just, it's just disingenuous to be like that, in, in my opinion, at least. Literally, um, yesterday I went to the Epic website. I clicked create a uh, supported creator and it said apply. And I applied and said, oh, I linked my Twitter. You have 1,300 followers. You're good. It verified immediately. And then I had this immediately. I had to fill a tax sheet or whatever for them, but yeah, it, um, yeah. So once I submitted that, and it's good to go. You can use it in the in the game right now, and that's crazy for especially someone like me that, that that really focuses on making art around skins. So it's kind of like one in one, you know? right? I totally so understand. Of- like, okay, the first year it's limited to certain people. I get it. It's kind of like a beta feature, but it's like it's been it's gonna be three years coming up. It's like. I found the master list too. I didn't know Nick Merckx even had one. And some of these people, the thing is about, about this list, so many of these people I'm looking at left COD. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, give people opportunities to, to, that are still doing COD full time. You know what I mean? But it's like, how, how long can we talk about this for? You know, we're talking to a brick wall at this point. You know, there's so many things that I think they could do better with uh, their creator program. But what, 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 what can we say? We're being respectful, giving criticism. That's the best we can do right now uh, about this. But, uh, and last comment here I'll read about this is... Uh, Let's see. Oh, Bobby Puff? Bobby Puff? Is I, I I know who that is. I just don't know how to pronounce his name. Got a code as well after he shit-talked Activision, like, very bad. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And Eric wrote this perfectly. 100%, I've seen people get rejected for reasons of an action or video when people who already have codes do the same thing or worse. It's confusing. It, it, the double standard, man. It's the, the rules for thee but not for me. That's just that's something really relevant for... Uh, kind of the the gaming industry and the COD scene specifically with how 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 rules are are applied to certain people. It's really silly. But um kind of moving on a bit, reflecting on twenty twenty one overall, I mean mm-hmm. let's start with you, man. I mean, you you had tweeted out a couple days ago that twenty twenty one was the best year of your life. I mean, I want to say the same thing, but I I want you to kind of elaborate on that a bit more. I mean, how do you feel about twenty twenty one coming to a close and kind of reflecting on just the growth and, and the 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 learning curves? I mean, how are you feeling about that? Um, it was definitely emotional for me, uh, to be honest. I, uh, it's really um, kind of humbling to look back at, like, think about a year ago. I think I had not even 200 followers on Twitter. Um, oh, I just got I just got my computer. Um, I wasn't in Carnage. I didn't have all these clients. I had no idea how to make renders. Um, all these things, and just over the over the course of the year you look i look back on like some of the art pieces i made and they're just it, it's just uh it's really crazy that the amount of grind i put in last year dude um, i mean the, i see it's so hard i want to put i'm gonna put together a tweet soon like just some of my favorite thumbs it's so hard to do it though it's like i'm limited <laughs> to four for a tweet it's like there's just so many i, I want to use all of them like there's just so many pieces of art that you put together that's that just i mean I, I there's not even words for this such great images here you put you put together you put you picked a solid group of four though i'll tell you that much for this tweet uh the goblin one the the green goblin one's gonna be like that that one's gonna go down as like oh yeah fajardi like yeah he made this he made that yeah mark maced this and a bunch of trailer that saw that when the day you put it out i think it was and they they liked it commented about it i think i tagged but i tagged Oh, was it later on or the same day? I forgot what day it was. It was it was maybe like a few two weeks or something. After. Oh, okay. Maybe. I was gonna say yeah because I remember I think I tagged somebody or I, and then they saw it and started commenting. It was such a great day. Um, and by the way, I think Green and Goblin. Me too. So. Oh yeah, beautiful. I, I believe uh, Green Goblin will probably be in Fortnite, but I think we will talk about that later. But I'm pretty sure Please. there's no way oh they don't do God. it. A glider mechanic. There's no way they don't do it. I refuse to believe they won't do it. They yeah, have yeah. to. 
Fortnite podcast. <laughs> yeah, Fortnite podcast. Yeah, imagine people like, why'd you leave COD? <laughs> I'm still posting COD every day, man. Hey, chill. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's great to talk about other things, though, man. It's, it's healthy to just to reflect. But uh, yep. no, man, in 2021, I mean, as I scroll back down in videos, I, I, I want to tear up thinking about just how crazy of a year it was. I think I'll always hold Cold War dear to me, not just because of the success with content and like our, our branching out and doing different things business-wise, but I just, the thing is, when you, when you do COD full-time, you're relying on the COD cycle to work its magic and give you a yearly game, but you, you're hoping that the game's fun to play, has content worth talking about, and is positive around the community. But even when there's yep. games like Black Ops 4 that weren't necessarily positive around the community, it was still great to cover it, and content was so successful for a lot of people covering Black Ops 4, so it's not always about what the community thinks when it comes to successful content, but Vanguard's a great example of, like, interest just not being there generally across the board to the point where nobody's really thriving off of it. But, dude, Cold War, I mean, there's just so much that worked about the coverage we did together. I mean, it, I consider it, like, year one of our real serious coverage going all in because Cold War was the first COD that we covered together where I, I mean, I didn't have a job outside of YouTube anymore. I was doing YouTube full-time. I was doing YouTube full-time after, like, BO4, but... Around that time. But Cold War was like that first game. We went really hard with the game that we were really enjoying. I totally forgot. I graduated high school last year. Yeah. So <laughs> in, it's like you and I kind of like. June. Yeah. You and I kind of like like walked away from IRL uh, priorities and things that we had going on. Like whether it was school, whether it was work. Uh, and we just went really hard on content. And we just had such a great time, man. It's just Yeah. I definitely unbeatable. walked away from, from in real life responsibilities because of Cold War. And because of renders and stuff. It, I remember like there was a few classes that... Um, that I'll throw on my Zoom meeting on on my left monitor, and then I'll be working on renders on on my on my main monitor, and just absolutely grinding out, and then not doing the homework, not doing the test, <laughs> not I, doing the homework of the test. Yeah, if anybody's audio, just, by the like, way, in chat messes so up, good. just refresh the app. I know OBS did that, that that thing again where it reconnects. Yeah, it, whenever that happens, it just like it makes audio choppy on people's ends. Yeah, if anybody's audio is choppy, feel just re re refresh the app or the stream. It should be fine. Um, but no, I, I, it's so funny you mentioned school because, look, like I said, I left my my IRL job after it yep. was kind of like uh, a third into BO4's life cycle because YouTube was picking up. It made sense financially. I was doing Marvel Hub at the time. And then, uh, you know, as we move forward, it was the summer before Cold War came out. I was still in, in, in university. I was there for two years. I was going for something that now I look back. I can't back, believe that, by the way. I can't believe you were still in that. Bro. It's weird to talk about, man. It's weird to talk about because at that time, I was like, I was going for something that I thought I wanted to do. And it, what it really was, was like video production, editing, media. And, and it's like, I'm, I'm thinking back. It's like, I was only in that because it was the, the first thing that came to mind when I'm like, what do I like to do already? What should I go to school for? But then, then I think back and I'm like, wait a second. Am I going to really finish this degree out in four years? Uh, have a bunch of debt? And apply for a job when all that was on my mind every day was content, was our community we're building, our friendship, the game. It's like I, was, I thought back. I was thinking about that so hard. I'm like, why am I still in school? My, I was leaving classes early to go home and make a Black Ops 4 video or, or, or a Cosmo <laughs> 20 update video. I was, like, it's like my mind was – I had my laptop on me editing in class. I was still acing all the classes. But I'm like, dude – it got to a point where I'm like, why am I still here? What, I mean, I, I I knew already in my gut, even when I had finished the degree and did four years or did four, did four full years, I, I wouldn't be applying for a job. I would just 
sit back and do what I love, which is content. So I'm like, why the fuck am I here? So I, I don't regret going for the two years I did. I learned a lot. I still got to like dip my feet into a couple things, met, met people, learned different things about business. So I don't regret anything. Um, but I, I have no regrets at all when it comes to content either. So it was literally like a couple weeks before Cold War came out. I said, fuck it. I'm done. I just said, and I just, I, I don't even know what happened necessarily. I just dropped the classes. Like, I don't know if that failed or what, I, I don't know. I just, I literally just dropped it and said, I'm done. And then they said, okay. And I, I just, I walked out, Cold War came out and I'm like, we're going hard on this. This is, this is, this is the game that I have to do this for. That's what I said. And that's exactly what happened. Um, also one of the chats, about, yeah, before I continue, one of the chat, if uh, audio is clean, by the way, chat, I want to make sure, um, just making sure that everything's, OBS is such a pain in the ass, making sure you guys can hear everything. If there's any issues, just, uh. Just uh, refresh the app, of course. But yeah, because you were mentioning, you know, think, you know, you're failing stuff, and I wasn't failing anything, but there was definitely things that I, I could have done that I just decided not to because of content when it comes to school. Because the thing about school to me, especially university, is you have to put in your all. You have to be there. You have to be even when you're out of class. You have to be on campus, proactive, uh, you know, yeah. pro proactive, uh, community doing community service or you know doing programs, you know, uh, internships. You gotta be. You gotta be there. And even when and you can't just go to class, come home and like, oh, it's like, oh, I'm going to balance everything. No, you got to really be there if you care about the school. And if school's your thing and nothing against that, go for it. If that's what you want to do, all for it. But I just feel like we're in a generation where you don't need to do that anymore necessarily. There's so many other options for entrepreneurship and running your own business. School, in most cases, doesn't prepare the next generation, does not prepare the next generation of entrepreneurs and business owners, it, it prepares workers. And I don't want to be a worker. And in my mind, I've always been a leader and I've always wanted to do my own thing. Um, but it's not, I'm not trying to be condescending to anybody that is in school and it wants to wants to go down that route. If, you, if you're in school, that's awesome. Great. If, no, if, if, if it good. works for you, then that's... If that's the path, man, then it's better to do that than to do nothing and sit around and, you know, yep. be a bum all day and just, you know, complain and blame the system. And it's like, no, do you got to do something. Get up and move. But, you know, I ended up leaving school after two years no regrets. And with Cold War, I, I had a, I had a gut feeling that I went with. I'm like, this is going to be the year that if I'm going to do content full time for the next couple of years, I got to put in my all this year with this game. I had to. Um, and, and it paid off and, and it really did. And, uh, you know, looking at the content, I, I, ha I had a certain niche and a style going. So did you with, you know, how we did marketing titles yep. and whatnot. And, and now, you know, looking back at what worked in Cold War, I was like, okay, it was time for a change. It was time for some innovation because, What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. I feel like we got to a point, perfectly by the way, after like season six, where we kind of peaked at what we could accomplish growth-wise from the style we were doing. So I immediately knew whether it was Vanguard or something in 2022, we had to change stuff up a little bit, whether it's titles, thumbnail style a little bit, how we market, what we're covering, how we're, you know, and I had that feeling we had to make a change. And I think we've done that amazingly since, you know, mid-November, kind of changing up what we're covering, how we're titling it, kind of the thumbnail styles. And, and it's proven to just to, to help growth in a lot of ways. And I'm really happy about that. Um, beyond grateful yeah. that we're able to change things up a bit without losing the, the, the core of the channel. We're still doing news and coverage, but kind of changing how we're doing that. And, and I'm beyond grateful that that's able to continue working for us. Because I had a feeling, I'm like, yeah, if Cold War got, let's say, six more seasons and I kept doing the same exact style with the same titles, the same type of, you know, marketing and whatnot, might not have seen that much growth. Because it's not about the game, right? You can't rely on the game to give you something, to, 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 to boost you. You got to kind of do your own thing and, and you know, let, let the game work for you. So 
I feel like that's what we've been doing the past couple weeks. If Vanguard's down bad, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm not going to put my hands up and say, oh, shit, Vanguard's doing terribly. That means the channel's over. I can't grow anymore. No. We got to move our ass and figure out a new way to do it. You know, that's if you care enough to continue going full time, which I do, which which you obviously do because you're still, you know, a big partner on this channel. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you're going to say something. I want to cut you off or anything. Um, I was going to say something about when you're talking about like uh, university and college and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just like that's what made sense, obviously, for you in that case. But like for someone else, it might not make as sense to oh, uh, drop out. So like we obviously what we're not parading is like oh you should drop out. Oh no. Yeah. What the the idea I think he was trying to get across is that it made more sense for him to do uh, what he did than to than to kind of stay in something that he wasn't really going to utilize. Right. Um, because of the situation he was in. You said it perfectly. Um, uh, anyway, I saw. Uh, yeah, a few things you're saying about like kind of moving on, like in innovating and stuff um, with the channel, and I, I I I know I've DM'd you a few times where I'm like, this title is just like really good. It's just, it's just <laughs> you did. I was like, oh, I mean, you know what? That warmed my heart because I'm like, hey man, because <laughs> you know what? You know what's really important about, especially with you, like, between our relationship. What I always I always really like an outsider perspective. You're not an outsider in terms of the community, but I just need just another human to look at my video title. And the thumb or whatever, and just just like I need feedback sometimes. I just want to know that that's clicking like in your head, even though you know what's going on. And then and maybe sometimes I'll ask like my sister or my brother or even like my mom. I'm like, hey, how does this look? How does this sound? It's like I just want to get somebody else's perspective to know if I'm doing something wrong to see if I can do something better. And, and, and when you text me stuff like that, that's so important. Just just to get me uh, to a better understanding of what's working and what could be done better. You know what I mean? It's, that's just that's so important for a content. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite titles that you've done recently, and that's like kind of in the in the realm of like new kind of uh, uh, style, is is the uh, the is, it was a zombies one, and it said finally the zombies DLC update we've waited for, and that's just I, I don't know I just I really love that title I don't know why, um, it's just because it, it just piques so so much interest in me even though I've watched the video and I already know it's yeah. like oh th this is the update we've been waiting for it's is it is it going to be like all this type of all the stuff that we've been waiting for that we need in the moment. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. Literally. That's why it's just, it's just good. It's just good. I, I, I mean, you know what? The thing is like the way we've changed up the style, it makes me excited to, to put out more content. Cause now I can, I, I want to experiment more. I want to, I want to just try different techniques out to see what sticks better, to see what resonates better with the community. Like that. I, I love, I, I'm really excited and passionate about content this year. It's unbelievable. But uh, one, one, one other thing to go back to like the school argument we were talking about uh, you know, it's like you were saying, we're not advocating for like dropouts and for, you know, uh, we're not, but the thing is, if you're going to go through and say, I'm going to leave school or not go at all, have something lined up when it comes to a game plan up here in your mind, have something lined up like, Oh, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to go do that. Don't just sit around and do nothing and expect an idea to just float into your mind, you know, magically overnight. Like, no, have something in mind of what the alternative can be. If you're not going to go with school, good. School's not for everybody. Sure. Have something lined up, have an idea of of uh, uh what direction you want to go in life or what you want to at least try to see if you'll like it that, that, that that's a big point that i want to add on to what you mentioned before but yeah and, um, and also the to build on that like during high school um because i just gra i just graduated last year so um and that was obviously during cold war cycle during high school um i was i was already kind of uh doing this and making art but i wasn't really making a lot of money from it um and then coincidentally I mean, you could say it's coincidence, 
but <laughs> as soon as school ends, like client work really picked up and yep. I started making yep. uh, a decent amount of money from it. So hey, hey call it fate. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to chat. I'm not saying that, you know, you can't be an atheist in my chat. You can be whatever you want. Believe in whatever you want. I'm just saying, <laughs> hey, I believe in fate a lot more because of another thing kind of similar to what you said. You know, I, I, I was going through a not, a not a rough patch, but it was like a, eh, it was kind of like a down period back in like when well, 2017 down bad a little bit, down bad a little bit. <laughs> 2018. This is like when BO4 came out. Um, I love covering BO4. I made videos like every day about it, even if those were 200 views, a thousand max. I was trying. I still cared because I love that game. So I was making vids on it, but it wasn't necessarily profitable. However, my Marvel Hub channel was really doing well. It was super profitable to the point where I was able to leave the job I had at the time that wasn't paying well at all. It was fairly shit while I was still in school. And I was able to drop all that and do Marvel Hub full time for that whole year. And it, it was great. It was great business. But what's, what's so crazy to me about Fate is right when that channel died down a bit and we kind of stopped making content on it because MCU was kind of on halt after Far From Home had come out that summer. So after that kind of died down and we stopped making content, it wasn't that profitable. Gaming just picked up. And, and, and I was able to like smoothly transition from the Marvel stuff to what I actually really love to do more is Call of Duty content. So I was able to make that, that jump and continue doing YouTube full time. And the thing is, it was such a big risk going full time anyway. And I'm just, I'm beyond grateful that it, it, it paid off. I didn't have to worry about, oh, I have to apply for work outside of this, whatever. No. And, and ever since then, it just, it was just up from there. And, and you know, beyond humble that that, that, that happened. And I, I'll call that fate. Maybe it was coincidence. Maybe it just, I don't know. It was meant to be, well, however you want to put it. But uh, it, things just worked out. It just worked. And, and, you know, I think, I think things work a lot more often when you're when you're passionate and you're loving every single minute of what you're doing. I saw a great comment the other day. It was like, it's not work if you love what you do. But then in the gaming scene, when gaming becomes work, sometimes you lose the passion for the gaming. And to me, I don't really feel that way. I feel like I play not just when I want to get footage, but just with the boys hanging out every now and again. But I put so much more time into content that gaming never feels like a chore because I'm not gaming as much as I'm making content. So it's you know what yeah. I mean? That's the way I look at it. That's why I that, that's it. a that, that's a big mental factor for me is like actually playing and enjoying the game I'm doing stuff for right right um which is one of the reasons why uh like I, I don't know I call it like a I call it a, what's the right word for it it's kind of like a like a cycle and the cycle that I was in with Cold War is like I would I would wake up and I'd do whatever I had to do uh play Cold War and then eat or whatever, and then make art for Cold War, and then go play Cold War. Like, it was just Cold War, Cold War, Cold War. Because that's how much I, I thoroughly enjoy the game, and I'm sure yep. you were the same. Oh, it was like, dude. play Cold War, make video, and then play Cold War, sleep, eat, yep. whatever. And now, with Vanguard, it's like, it's really hard to consistently make um, art pieces, uh, and maybe videos where you're not really enjoying the game. So mm -hmm. for me, that, that, mental, that mental disconnect is there for me, where I'm like, I can't like I, I can't like I, I can't force myself to do this so then like obviously um I started like in Fortnite a lot more uh recently I, I now I'm on I play Fortnite I play Fortnite I play Fortnite I eat I whatever I sleep and then I go make art for it and I'll do whatever art you need for your channel and then I'll go play Fortnite and it's just like it's just like really good I, I think that's it's great energy it's like man. you're loving what you're doing yeah, yeah good yeah yeah, I mean, it's funny because I kind of, I called this happening in the summer. I said, dude, I told you this a hundred, and even on the podcast, probably live. I knew that the energy around Vanguard was bad. I knew the game probably was going to be a mono war for a clone. I knew the models weren't going to be good to play with for art and whatnot. And we already knew the ricochet was coming. So I was probably going to ban everybody. We talked about all these things and I'm like, just prepare for like a bit of a weird period. So find something else to do in the meantime that you enjoy or, you know, other avenues you can, you know, uh, do a business with. 
we talked about all this and I'm like, I knew it. And that's why I knew from before Vanguard even came out, I would be exploring other types of content, different styles, you know, some nostalgic, nostalgic content where we're kind of like reviewing things people forgot about and, you know, revisiting things people, you know, haven't seen in years. Uh, and that's the thing. Um, with Cold War, it was such a night and, night and day difference. But I'll give you an embarrassing confession here. I was in the middle of a, I think it was, what is it called? I believe it was like an orientation of some sort for a class. This is, this is, it was oh, a state is this of a live stream story. Yeah. Was it a state it was, of, it was MP reveal, MP, MP reveal. reveal. I just happened to have an orientation that day and I was already out. <laughs> it was probably like an hour or two that it started while I was already streaming this MP reveal and I had this orientation on my iPad right here, the presentation. And I, obviously everybody in the class is muted. Nobody's paying attention. No one's talking. I, I had it on my iPad here while I'm streaming live to like, I think it was a couple hundred people. We're reacting to the multiplayer trailer. We're fucking, we're, we're just having a good time reading super chats. We're just chilling. And then I believe the professor asked me a question. I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get up, I get up off the stream and I walk to uh, my living room at the time to respond to the professor and he's over sending me paperwork to sign this, sign that. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like the worst timing right now that he could have been asking me. So I'm, I'm balancing both here. And I think that was the day where I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Why, wh how the hell am I full-time COD right now, making vids every day, streaming these events, I'm ready to cover this game. And then you have this in the background. This just, it was so relevant to me. And, and no disrespect to the class or, or to the school, but I'm like, I don't need to be doing this. And I saw a comment in chat from Perko where he's like, he's considering dropping out, but he has one semester left. When you have one semester left, just, you know, just stick it out, right? You're, you're close to finishing. Screw it. But for me, I had two and a half years left and I'm like, I just, I, I didn't see a need for it anymore. I, I'm like, there's no way. I mean, if anything, it's like, oh, you know, if Vanguard and MW2 are down bad and the games are terrible and they're not fun to cover, oh, good time to go back to school. Yeah, but that's not how, you know how YouTube punishes you for taking breaks and that, that's not what you want to do. So yeah. if you care about doing YouTube full time, you don't want to make a leap like that and just and just give up it doesn't work so i'm like you know what man it, it was it was an all or nothing i know 100 percent in my gut i would have lived in regret for a long time if i just if i didn't go full-time because i would have known hey i should i should it would have been a a woulda coulda shoulda situation where i'm like why the fuck didn't i make the right call and why did i listen to other people instead of my own gut what i wanted to do with my life you know what i mean it's and uh, and the thing is, it's like a stereotype across many families. I, I've experienced this where I can present the check of a million dollars. Oh, look what I just made. Even if it was a million dollars and someone will still say, well, what about school? It's, it's not even about it, nothing to do with money. It's just there's people that expect you to do certain things and go down a certain path. But you got to do what's right for you, not what other people are saying or what they think you should do. It's about you. Yeah, that's that's a personal decision that you should make for yourself. Uh, so it's like that, that. That's kind of, and we talk about this for hours, man. I could rant about this for hours. Yeah, but I, that's the thing. Maybe another time we'll do it. But, uh, but you and I both have a lot in common when it comes to just that 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 stereotype that comes in the way, and you're like, oh shit, like how do I how do I respond to this? The people that I love and earn my family, how do I tell them that I'm I'm going down a different path? You know, it, it's it's something that I think a lot of people experience, but don't ever share or something that people experience and just kind of brush aside and say, okay, I'll, I'll listen to, you know, my mom or someone in the family tell me what to do. It's like, people don't think for themselves sometimes. And that's a, that could be a problem for, you know, your long-term, your long-term decisions in your future. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, kind of, I think going past reflections now, what, what a great discussion, by the way, just kind of looking mm -hmm. back and uh, hey, we're almost an hour in, holy shit, kind of <laughs> just moving past that. I think, you know, for 2022, like we already mentioned a bit last week, a lot, lot of awesome plans coming up. I know Eric helped me put together, uh, both Eric and Cal that were in chat, helped me put together some great videos. The one that Cal helped me with already went up, uh, was a good week ago. 
uh, kind of a really cool, really fun story of it to make, talking about how Reznov's introduction into the Vanguard Zombie story, if that does happen, which it does work if it does, that would be a big turning point, I think, for the community, which I went in depth in that video. Such a just a well-rounded video that Cal really helped me make. I, I really appreciate it. It's help. just, it's, it's a good, it's a good like story video that not like literally like no one's doing anymore. There's like no, there's, there's no story channels besides Eric and Cal. <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> little to no, like compared to yeah. like back in the, the BO3 area, there's oh, little man. to none like story. There's a little, there's a little to none like, speculation, story, and, like nothing. any type of that shit. And, and it's sad it's because crazy. it's like they're know. actually the thing is there's good material, but we saw this in Cold War as well. There was such good material to talk about, but people are yep. you know, and without going off on a tangent, I mean, there's people that are blindsided by that or are just blinded by that fact because the game isn't allowing them to drive Lamborghinis and to fucking make you know uh, 70k in a month like they used to in Bo3, which is a whole other discussion. But I, I just think there's a lot of a lot of uh, material that people aren't touching on for for no reason because it's 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 great it's a rich story that Craig Houston who wrote the old story is is working on right now so it's like why I, I love making story content I really do um, I think if I had more time to make that video I probably would have put more more editing into it but I, I it was it was still just a really fun video to make and I would love to make more in the future Eric helped me put together another video that should be going out maybe in the next couple of days maybe a week uh, that one's take a bit longer to put together. It's like a documentary-style video about another chair game. I'm not going to mention it on stream, just so save the element of surprise for whenever I premiere that. But uh, kind of a documentary-style video on something that people just are or, or had slept on when the game came out and now are looking back and saying, wow, that was a great game. So uh, definitely a, a very, very packed video that I'll be putting out really soon. I've been working on it on the side a bit. It's definitely a, a tough video to put together, but I'm excited for when it does come out. Cal just put something really cool in chat if you want to read that. Would you like to show? What, would you like to know what killed that? It was when the story community turned into the explaining community. Oh, why bother speculating? Someone's already explained. Meanwhile, the explanation was also wrong. That that I'm gonna I'm screenshotting this right now. Hold on, I'm screenshotting this uh, <laughs> in my chat right now. That is such a good point because the problem with that is that first off, let's look at the narrative of Bo3 real quickly. Not, I don't want to go off on this too long, but. Everybody knew it was predictable. I think everybody can say that, that you knew every map in BO3, DLC, you were going you to go the to same map, thing. You sacrifice this soul, this soul. Like, yeah. We all knew that. And, and that was so apparent to the point where it's like, yeah, you can still speculate, but it was kind of filler. Because you kind of, because the whole point of BO3 is like, oh, let's explain the cycle, which you already knew existed. And then BO4 was actually the game where it's like, okay, how do we break that cycle and move forward with a story you can't really predict that well? Because that's yeah. what BO4 did. So it's like it's ironic that people praise BO3 more story-wise, even though it to me had less meat and potatoes than BO4 did. And, and, and then, like you said, it turned from speculating to explaining. But then when the explanation is wrong, that already throws out the community horribly to the point where when someone does speculate something that's out of the blue, for example, a great example, when when we all work together, this is like end the BO4 cycle. Cal, Eric, me, Matt, a few people, we, we came together and we're like, hey. The evidence is right here that the last map isn't the Great War. It's Call of the Dead. Here's why. Evidence, boom, video, some, some other speculations in theory. People called you crazy. Oh, it's the Great War. It's clickbait. So, then the map comes out, and then everyone's like, oh, what the fuck? So when the, when, the, when the speculation that has some reasonable evidence is being called crazy and clickbait, but then the explanations that are wrong are being praised, it's like that just shows you where the community is at in terms of story. They have no idea what the fuck's going on. So it's really interesting to look back at like how how all that came into fruition towards the end of Bo4. 
Um, and, and that, of course, and of course, when, when Ether ends, that would then play the community into saying, oh, Ether was better. All this new, st- all this new stuff's bad. Because, you know, where's premise? It's like, come on, man. So that, that, that kind of doomed the story part of the community. But I think there still is room for uh, that to still rise up in a different way. Now that Craig is still writing, you know, a beautiful Dark Ether reboot, uh, going in a new direction. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to talk about it. I'll be making content on it, you know, as often as I can. I believe uh, we put together, I think the only Duran Fung full story explained video that's on YouTube, which is crazy. And that's pre-Easter egg. There'll be a lot more story to talk about uh, once mm-hmm. the Easter egg is solved. But. I can't wait for those. I can't wait for those videos. I think the only thing that, that I'm going to be playing um, through Vanguard this year is just going to be zombies. I think oh, that's yeah. what I'm well, staying on. What's up, Sierra Glitchers? Long time no see. Legend in chat right now. Much love to uh, buddy Coco. Loved his videos during BO4. He still makes them to this day. Legend. Um, and like Cal said, good speculation was that Reznov video, for example. Because that's the thing, right? I feel like the community got to a point where they're like, oh, speculation equals clickbait. No. Speculation is what fucking made zombies specifically back in the old days. That's what led to the interesting theories and story videos and and, and the energy around the forums. It was speculation. There, there was very little answers that we had at the time. So it was all speculation. Now it's a problem to go back to that. Like, come on, dude. You know, that's BS, especially when it's like a video we put together where it was a full script. You know, there were, there were sources, reasonable evidence, you know, these connections nobody thought about. That's good speculation. But I don't know why we're at that point where it's like, oh, if you're not explaining something with, you know, 100% hard evidence, it's BS. It's like, it's like that takes away the fun from what story events are supposed to be about, especially when you don't I have think- all the answers. You know, it's like, come on, dude. I think the Carver um, was the mole thing is like the best example of that because I feel like the story, uh, looking in hindsight, obviously, the story was written in such a way where it wanted us to believe that. Um, like it wanted us to believe that uh, Carver was the mole and obviously we later learned that he wasn't. So that and, and I think that was, a, that was a pretty big topic uh, in not even just the story community and like the entire zombies community, community in general. Um, that Carver was the mole, and I think that's a really good example. That's of such where, a good example. Such a good where, example. Where speculation and good writing plays into more people being interested in the story to see where it goes. Because if you know there's some guy on the inside that is freaking messing all this shit up, you're gonna want to see what he's gonna do next, like how he's gonna screw everything over. Um, right. And I think I, yeah, I just think that's really um, a really good, a really good example of how. Oh, right uh, here, Carver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but the thing is, like, w- w- the irony about that is that why did Craig put that in the first place to throw us off? It was for us to speculate, to make, he, like, he's given us content to talk about. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it, it, for some reason, Resnop doesn't come out in Vanguard Zombies. I'm not going to say, oh, shit, I got to unlist the video now. Oh, my God, I was wrong. We're not, like Cal said, we're not trying to be right. We're just putting out some fun content when nobody else is because it's something we're interested in. And you guys might be interested in it as well. And the comments are really positive to it. There's only a couple of really stupid comments from, like, you know, some haters, people saying, oh, this is BS. For the most part, relatively well-received video, and I'm proud of it. You know, and I'll love to make more like that in the future. But it's like you said, we're not trying to be right. It's just something fun to put out. Same thing with like, the thing is, some people out there still don't understand that I make long form content. I don't make eight minute videos, eight minutes in one second stretch just to put ads in. I make long form content that are like news segments for the most part, where we'll talk about the official news for the day, the rumors, my thoughts, what's going on, what to expect. And then for story vids, same thing. Here's here's the hard evidence of what, what we're talking about. Here are the connections that make sense. Here's our speculation of what we think. And then, you know, we're putting everything into one. It's not just some robotic content where it's like, oh, here's this. Bye. It's like, yeah, I can make every video short, right? I make every video 45 seconds then. If we're just like, oh, here it is. Bye. Is that profitable? Does that make sense? Is that good for growth? Is that something we want to even do? It's, it's harder to do that than to make the long form content 
where we talk about everything in depth and detail. You know, it's like, come on, man. It's just, it's silly when people don't understand that. It's so obvious the way we structure everything. But even with timestamps, right? So many channels don't do timestamps. And that's, again, they're right. Their decision, cool. But I do that purposely so that somebody's like, oh, clickbait, what's the title mean? Go to the timestamps and the title's referenced in one of the timestamps, probably. It always is, actually. So it's like, just go to the segment you want to watch. And that's the thing about like 2021 to 2022. I don't want to be the pioneer for a style that other people are now going to copy and try to mimic. So that's why I'm like, let, let's change it up to do something fresh. And if they want to keep copying us and, 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 and try to mimic what we're doing, it'll be obvious that they're doing it because like we're moving on. I had a style that worked pretty well and so did you for 2021 and for Cold War. And it still will do fine, but we're like, yeah, let's do something a little bit different. Let's change it up a bit, spice it up. And uh, that's what we've been doing and it's working. But meanwhile, people are still trying to mimic what we were doing before. It's like, hey, let them do it. It's all, it's all you know, that, that, that's the YouTube game where people want to copy others and try to be like somebody else. You got to be your own man. You got to do your own thing and, and you know, change it up a bit every now and again just to keep things fresh. That, that's the way you keep long-term success in anything, any business. It's just, just you know, trying out different things, seeing what works. I think you were going to say something or that I, that I, I don't know if I could um, I, I don't know if you're going to, I, I, I was going to say something, not. but I, I was going to say something, but I, it was just about how um, it's not about being right when it comes to speculation. If, if you are right, I mean, then that's cool. Then yeah, you, I'm not going to tweet like, yeah. oh yeah, we were right. Fuck you. If you didn't make a video on this, like we called it, it's our shit. Like, well, it's, I mean, it's not that serious. It would feel pretty uh, gratifying to be like, oh, I told you so. And like m video months back, like months. I, I, I think that's yeah. fine because if, you, yeah. if you're if you're the one out there trying and reading the story and understanding the story and speculating, yeah, I think yeah. you, you, would you would deserve that credit oh, if you did sure. speculate something correctly. So, But Eric and Cal did that so many times where yeah, they like called a hundred things Eddie. I can think of. Where they, they had yeah, videos from like pre-launch of the game and shit, all of a sudden season, <laughs> season three. Oh, but they were never boasting on Twitter like, oh, uh, yeah, we called it, you know, F, F these channels who were saying we were wrong. They just said, hey, another one, you know, uh, another point or, or, or they'll say something positive like really happy this came true. We, you know, we love this topic. We, really respectful tweets. They weren't boasting and, you know, gaining ego. They're like, no, they're just, if you pay attention, you can probably predict things too. It's like, that's all you gotta do is be passionate and pay attention. You know what I mean? So, and, and they deserve that. They deserve every piece of recognition they got for, you know, their, their, their theories that came true, evidence they put together that nobody else was talking about. It was beautiful to look at. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, yeah, anything else on, on this topic necessarily before we touch on a couple of other things? Um, no, I think that's good. I think you wrapped it up pretty well. Yeah. Uh, also, if you guys missed, I covered this in vids, obviously, but Treyarch kind of broke some silence. And you know, you know what's weird to me? This is beyond insane to me. And tell me if you thought about this. Why is it Treyarch had to be the ones to reveal the release season one Reloaded? Not, yeah. not, not, not like <laughs> not even Sledgehammer, and it's their game. Not even they revealed the release date of the mid-season update. Treyarch had to do it for them. Like what? Have Sledgehammer even tweeted it out yet? Have oh, they no, even about it? No, about that. No, what? about the mid. No, mid-season update. Nope. So I'm like, what are they doing? And I don't care because I think we're not trying to like you know uh, 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 shit on Sledgehammer at this point. But I'm just saying, I just think it's ironic that Treyarch had to go and say, "Here's the date of the mid-season update." When the people that run the game full time can't couldn't even do it, it's just silly. So yeah, first thing this Tuesday. But see what's confusing about this? This Tuesday's midseason update. When though? So because the time is is yeah. it's like is it Monday night like eleven p.m. Central, twelve a.m. Eastern? Is it Tuesday twelve o'clock noon, one o'clock Eastern, or Tuesday night going into Wednesday? I mean, I hope they release a time. You know, on Monday they're gonna do the roadmap reveal, trailer, or blog post, and they say it comes out at this time. Here's what it is. And it's not like, oh, yeah, let's just drop the content. Like season one was a tragedy because of this. 
oh, the content is just live two days early with no mention. They didn't market a single fucking thing. No gameplay yep. trailer. It just the zombie content, for example, two, live two days early. The covenants, the objective, the MP maps. They were in private matches. The new guns, private matches. The new equipment, also in private matches. Online, not offline, by the way. Online. No mention, no marketing. So it's like, what do you stream? It's not about streamers either, but it's like, what do you stream? It's like, well, so if, you're you, if you start, want to showcase, if you want to yeah, showcase like showcasing? a big like, grand event, like you're not. Yeah, not, what are you there's showcasing? No there's nothing. Battle Pass was fully showed days before. Full Warzone map already had hour, tens of hours of gameplay from the hundreds of people they, they invited. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck was that? The, why did they see the thing is, I get the Caldera gameplay they put out early. Why did they give them access to the Battle Pass? What is the point of that? <laughs> what was the point of, oh, it's like, oh, they're, they're going to race, 100 people are going to race to put out the content. I'm not making a video on it. I never do that. But it's the principle of, like, why why just ruin the the, the elements of, oh, new season starting, it's an event. And guess what, G my friend, guess what game did the same thing? Just guess. Um, we'll call it MW? Of course. Where maps were live two days early. Guns were fucking glitched out six months before they came out. Maps got <laughs> taken away after they released. Oh, they weren't ready. What the fuck? Why is Vanguard following suit with everything that Modern Warfare did wrong? I don't understand that. I really don't. But And even then, e even now with like, I don't know what happened with Raven, but the Raven communication has like gone off the absolutely deep just fell off yeah it's just... i remember i remember in cold war there would be like little charts and everything you would see it would be a picture of the gun no not using any of this yep. stupid ass uh like their code names like like assault rifle tango it wasn't that it was a picture of the gun so you knew what gun it was and it would say like it's good, like an arrow going up for it to get buffed and or an arrow going down to get it debuffed or, or getting it nerfed and I, I that's i don't even care about warzone um that much especially right. when it comes to patch notes and everything because I, I'm just not. I'm just not that involved in it. But it's just like I'm. I'm seeing they're putting out tweets saying, "Oh, we're gonna nerf this. We're gonna nerf this." And yeah, then next year, apparently, dude. <laughs> apparently, and and they're shadow nerfing the things. No one even knows if they're nerfed, and the nerf wasn't even that good to begin with. Guess the only other so, COD that shadow nerfed anything. Mono over 2019, baby. Like, just keep going back to that shit every time. <laughs> All the game is shadow nerf things with no patch notes and no no studio broadcast, no nothing. Just yeah, fuck you. Uh, uh, the, the new the new double barrel shotgun meta in Warzone terrible. Um, the war I guess that's worse than anybody that complain about Marshalls and Colder MP. Please play Warzone <laughs> or Vanguard right now and tell me that, that somehow the double barrel shotguns are not worse than that. Ridiculous. So yeah, I, the, I don't want to play the game because of that. The double barrel shotguns. It was I think it was a one shot and they nerfed it to a two shot. Still so still broken. It's like it's like seven two five range. Remember that shit in oh, MW? Oh my god, crazy. Dude, the worst dude. The worst. But I, a tweet just popped up on my Twitter. Uh, Carnage o Ocean OPZ at Raven. Y'all gonna nerf the planes, right? By the way, that's still a tragedy how broken those planes Studio are. Studio broadcast. Jesus nothing. Christ, man. Absolutely nothing. No Absolutely uh, nothing. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like, okay. Broadcast. So you have that, right? And then you also have Chair confirming a 115-day blog post because 115-day is next Saturday and they typically don't do too much business on Saturdays. So the blog about that will be this week. I'm assuming what that blog will probably be is kind of like what happened last year with Cold War with the one last, oh, no, not last year, the year before. No, 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 oh, no, it was last year. Forgot my, uh, forgot my year for a second. Uh, the Cold War one was, I think, a blog revealing Firebase Z, the logo. Yep. Something like that. I don't know if it was a trailer, but just like a logo and it was, information. I put a tweet out on that day, actually. That's going to be Yeah, funny. so I'm assuming this year will be like, oh, here's what's going on with like our, 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 our plan and schedule for future Zombies content. Uh, main quest, maybe more maps, uh, whatever. It'll probably be a detailed zombies blog about what they've listened to community-wise, maybe explaining like what their plan is going forward. Nothing major, though. I mean, it'd be nice to yeah. see that the main quest when she's the one reloaded, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think it'll just be the the current roadmap content that's left, like the area and the 
the mystery box update and server pause. Something about the studio broadcast that I want to touch on real quick is that like they gave such a, a personable feel to the game oh, um, when you can man. actually when yeah. you can look into the people's eyes that are making the game that are saying, "Oh, we think this is gonna be fun for players," because like when you just see that in in Deb's eyes, it's just it, it's it, you know you just, that love is there, that passion, that drive, that momentum just to to really do something. Yep for us for the community. They don't have to even the thing is they don't have to even do that. And I think that's why I care about it so much more. They don't have they're not obligated contractually to make all oh, six studio broadcasts and this and that. Yep. They don't have to do that. Other devs don't do it. But when when Treyarch does it, that's why whenever everyone's like, oh, why do you sim Treyarch so much? You know what their games suck. It's like look at the differences in energy and and passion they put into their games and communication versus everybody else. That's why I care more about them than anything. That's the truth. It's like your studio broadcast, I mean just these are 30 to 40 minute videos that they don't have to make that they probably took time out of the day to, to put together just for us. It's like, come on, that's insane. Yeah, like how do you like complain the interview, about that? The interview at the end of the studio broadcast where it was Craig Houston and uh, I forget the the, oh, the, the actress of, of Samantha. Oh, uh, Julie Nathanson, phenomenal yeah, woman, Julie. Man, phenomenal actress. Yeah, Julie. I, and like people. that, and we're, she was literally, she literally started crying on that. And it's like the it, love that look at the love that was there, man, for, for a for a fictional character. And all incredible. and all we get and all we get now is just a, a faceless Twitter that tweets out playlist updates. Or, that's all or, we get. Or, or really cringe memes that it's like that that's that's what people are getting paid salaries for to put out this bullshit. Like that's ridiculous, <laughs> dude. It's just it's and I, not hating on people that are working there, but it's like that like the thing is, it's like I said before, you have Q you have QA that wants to work, senior QA people, not just like rookies and fucking newbies from college, senior QA that wants to work. 99 people are currently uh, on strike, being laid off, that want to work. Meanwhile, they're outsourcing QA to Shanghai for obvious reasons. Why? They, well, yeah, of course they're going to China to outsource their fucking their QA, of course. And then, and then what happens after that? They send out $2,000 gift baskets. And I'm, I'm going ram to keep rambling about this because it's so funny. $2,000 gift baskets to creators that already do content full-time, sending out stream decks, microphones, this, that. People that already have that equipment just so they can give it away to random people that don't even make content at the end of the day, right? They, they spend the money on that, but they can't put that money aside for a, a Christmas bonus, a, a, a QA person's check. I know money comes from different places and different departments for all that, but yep. you look at that and it's just silly, dude. It's like, what is going on? This out of touch disconnect with reality. <laughs> what is going on here, dude? And this yeah, is what Raven people that they need to work on Warzone right now. I mean, especially because of how broken the game is. It's but like, what the it's, fuck, uh, dude? Yeah, I think. I think I said this in the last podcast, but obviously I think the funds come from a different area for that type of oh, stuff. Oh, of course, which, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm just is, talking shit, yeah, of course. Which is, um, which means fine. I, I, it's fine or whatever that people are getting that stuff, and I yeah. do think it, it is necessary um, to have that kind of portion being uh, that have that stuff being sent out to the yeah, community. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you know, it's it's again, it's a double edged sword when you, when you put it in that instance where uh, you know there's people getting laid off. But you know. <laughs> It's, uh, no, because I, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of middle of that. I don't really have a, I don't really have a, a solid take where all oh, they should not do this and they should do this. I I, I just yeah, whatever happens. I'm uh, just thinking of like the perspective of like imagine a QA who just got fired and then he sees a tweet from somebody that's like a multimillionaire receiving a two thousand dollar gift basket of equipment he doesn't need just so that person can give it away to a random on the internet that's not even going to make the content with it. Just just you know just throwing money throwing shit away. And imagine a QA is like I can't even eat next week. I don't know where I'm going to live or work next week. Living in a meanwhile, car, dude. Living in a car. Meanwhile, you're sending out fucking like come on dude and a funny comment from cal uh bobby kotick of course noted for his name being written in a certain small black book oh by the way speaking of that case without, <laughs> say, without saying any names like I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to get demonetized here that case is so fucking crooked 
and, and everybody already knew that they 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 concealed all the information that you know exposed celebrities, exposed big people. They they concealed all that information and said, and they're just gonna you know make a deal with the prosecutor and say fuck it, send her to jail, whatever. But they they, they concealed all the spicy news that everybody was waiting for, like oh who's she gonna expose? What of course, of course, dude. Who who would have who would have who would have predicted that they were gonna do that in in that case? Of course, big ass names, celebrities, politicians were all on that on that list. Fuck, dude. It's like, what, what are you yeah, going to do? Of course. The, the reason why I um, I kind of laughed a lot of bit there is because I, I, I was not expecting that to be said. Oh, that's of course. How kinda, <laughs> that's how that's how I kind of cope yeah. with things that are unexpected. I, yeah, I just yeah, laugh, yeah. So just, yeah. Just clearing that up. Um, yeah. Somebody um, said, for DK, if I donate, will Fajardi give me free money? What does that mean? <laughs> what, is that, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Um yeah, man. It, all, all in all, the Treyarch just hits different. And it's like in, until Infinity Ward, Raven, Sledgehammer start doing things out of the box. Not just copying Treyarch either, but doing things too that make them stand out against other devs so they have their own style. Then it's hard to, to be interested when you don't see that, when you don't, you don't feel that passion energy. You just feel that cash grab, that, that COD cycle working its magic, that, 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 that cow. That's all you feel. Like when you look at what other devs are doing right now, it's yeah, I, I especially feel that now, especially when they've they've made what they've made zero effort to fix uh, broken oh, bundles. Yeah. Um, when you yeah, how does that work? By the way, you buy a bundle, the the, the skin's invisible or doesn't pop up correctly. Tracers don't work. It's like three calling cards in a bundle for twenty bucks. What the? How did we get to that point? After how good bundles were were, were handled in Cold War, how do we go down so fucking far? Uh, yeah, it's like I what? Like I, I don't I don't like to say. Um, the term cash grab because obviously the people working behind the game aren't thinking that way. Oh, of course um, not. Really. The higher ups, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think it, it just puts a whole damper on the on the entire energy around the game, uh, which is really sad for people that are just trying to, you know, they're they're, they're just their job. Yeah, I just um, saw a tweet from a scooper saying we're gonna get bunkers in season two of Caldera. Like, how how old how old is that getting already? With the bunk, the oh bunker, the blue balling bunk. I'm gonna call them the blue balling bunkers. That's all they do. That's all the fuck they do. They come a out. Fortnite, a Fortnite POI name. Blue yeah, ball bunker. blue ball bunkers. Like, dude, you have a bunker on the map. You can't open it for like eight months, and you finally open it, and it's nothing but loot. It's like, what the fuck? Oh are we waiting shit! For? They're they're actually adding bunkers to the map soon in Fortnite. So I'm maybe, gonna... maybe they'll do it astronomically better than than Modern Warfare and Warzone ever did it. Let's see. It's like, come on, dude. The bunk Can you think of anything else but bunkers? Jesus Christ, dude. It's like it's just getting older. Yeah, like add, add, add a, there's a there's a like a, a carrier off the coast. Add a carrier as a POI, a full ass like like, like this, yeah. Literally so, make it a remastered BO2 map Jesus in Warzone. Christ, man. But like that's literally the best. I've never heard any, I've never heard anyone the best came up with. <laughs> I, don't, I know it is because it's like Treyarch is so involved with Vanguard. Obviously, they're forced to work on competitive multiplayer. Yep. They're borrowing the remakes from World at War. They're doing the zombies. Start doing some Treyarch stuff in Caldera and and you know do something different, man. For a hundred percent, I agree with that. I, but, I wonder if the Vanguard campaign will be relevant to season two. Nope, nope, it won't. Absolutely not. We're gonna look at Task Force Trident and probably five other Task Force of people that we don't know, don't speak, and then lead to like I don't know. Uh, Isabella's coming. Let's go! Yay! Oh my god! It's like yeah, I'm so excited. It's like yeah, man. You look. It's just oh my god. I talk about the Cold War narrative and I talk about like the the, the current Treyarch canon videos and I'm like, dude, look how rich this is. To the point where I'm like, they probably will just tie all this in with like the Vanguard postline story. It might tie into like the the, the origins of, uh, of of Perseus or or some Nova Six thing or like Reznov. They'll probably just do that, which will be funny because yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy that. But it'll just show you that the Treyarch canon is like what's what, what's carrying the narrative for Vanguard. Like it's crazy. That's probably what's gonna happen. But 
Um, taking a look at something that I covered in last night's video, a, a beautiful one out of 10. Just a really, really well-received video. Thank you all so much for the support on that one. I am blown away that we're talking about this, but hey, better late than never. Black Ops yep. Cold War, my friend, did have a collector's edition. And maybe, maybe people don't care about this as much, but the video got received so well, maybe people do care more than I even thought. I'm like, if you cared about Cold War, this might spark your interest, man. I mean, holy crap. I You, you already know, I was coping hard you know, before Cold War came out. I'm like, hey, there's got to be Cox Edition somewhere. They got canceled, but there's no way they didn't consider one at one point. And what do you know, dude? There was one. There was mock-up concept art of it that an artist was finally able to share after a good, I think, year or something or maybe more. Uh, maybe the artist under NDA or whatever restriction. I made a mistake in the video. I thought it was a he, the the, the artist. And I I didn't see it was a woman until after the video was rendering. So I put some text on screen real quick. I was like, fuck. Uh, it was a woman. Her name was, I believe, uh, Abby or Abai, one of those. I believe it was probably Abby. I probably mispronounced that too. Uh, so what it is, it seems to be like an actual functioning camera that would have been the collector's item for the game. I'm like, oh, that, you know, I never even, th I thought about all these other things they could have done. I never thought about a camera. I'm like, how perfect of an item would that have been considering the campaign where you take pictures, all the intel. Wow. And it was funny because I actually bought a Polaroid camera um, a couple months ago when I went on vacation and we took like actual Polaroid pictures on our, on our trip. And I'm like, I would have actually used that if, if I had the Cold War camera, I would have just used that one. But uh, holy crap, dude. Such a great idea. I never thought of. Um, do you think it would have cost two bills, two hundred bucks? Probably, right? It probably would have been a typical um, typical price range, right? Of uh, I don't know the price in in Canadian, but I know the two fifty, two fifty or something. Holy shit! I th I yeah. think I think the mystery box edition for Bo Four was like I think it was I think it was upwards of like three, if I believe. Was it? No, yeah. I thought swear it was two hundred tops. The jug because the jug fridge was two hundred, so there's no way they were the box was more expensive. I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but I yeah. Uh, I feel like it was a lot more expensive than it should have been, and I, if if this collector's edition actually did release, I, I probably wouldn't have bought it, just because. I, oh, the camera! I don't really oh, yeah, need it. yeah. I just don't really need it, you know. I, I just became a collector, man. Like I made that video uh, before Cold War came out. I, I really enjoyed making it, so I already had the Bo3 and Bo4 collectors items. I didn't have the ones from World at War to Black Ops Two, so I went on eBay, found all three of them, won a bid instantly for all of them because I guess no one else gave a shit. So I won the bids, got got the items sent directly, and made a full video kind of showcasing all of the collector's items, and I had a lot of fun making that video. So the World at War collector's item was a flask, super cool. And by the way, Lucas made a great thumbnail for, for that vid uh, where he mm. put them all side by side. I'll put it on screen, people could see if you're on YouTube. Uh, the World at War flask, the Black Ops 1 RCXD, which had a fully, had a functioning camera on it, which you, and you can follow the feed on like the remote, you can see the, the video feed. Uh, and then the, the, the drone that came with for Black Ops 2. Absolutely incredible collector's items. I put a video together last year kind of showcasing all of them, what they do. Uh, I went outside and like flew the drone, drove the RC. Such a great vid that I put together. I, I had so much fun making it. Um, and I made that vid and I'm like, you're telling me that Cold War is the first COD in what, 11 years that didn't have a collector's item. There's no way. Modern Warfare even had the, the night vision goggles, which was a copy of what they already did in like MW2 like 10 years ago. Same thing, night vision goggles. I'm like, there's no way Cold War doesn't have one. I, I refuse to believe there wasn't one planned. And uh, what do you know? One did exist and uh, would have looked great alongside the collection of these other ones. But let's just say COVID was the excuse. I don't know what the excuse really was, but we're just going to say we're going to assume COVID was some type of reason. Yeah. They didn't do it. Um, 
absolutely, absolutely uh, exciting info for those out there that cared about Cold War. I was so excited to make that video last night. I'm like, oh, shit. We had a collector's item. Uh, I can't believe that we finally got an answer to it. But uh, take it away real quickly. What do you think about that logo, my guy? There's a logo on this concept art, which is not Black Ops Cold Wars, but it says Call of Duty Black Ops with a really weird font going on there. Kind of similar to the to, to the the font that's like in the reveal trailer and like that whole glitchy font, that whole Russian, yeah. you know. It's still actually in the game. True. Um, it's the loading, like when when uh, when you go to create a class and stuff, like the top, it'll like it'll be like all the red Russian letters and stuff. So yes, it is yes. still actually in the game. Um, yeah, I, I I love that branding of it. Really um, cool. The, and yeah, the fact I love that, that yeah. it's just the it's just like oh, it's just different, especially because the Call of Duty logo itself has changed. Right. It was just, I don't know, it just gives me a real sense of, like, you know, anybody, like, anybody could be, like, plagued with whatever it is, brainwashing. Yeah, 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 the brainwashing, the Perseus. So, this is, again, fun speculation, because we don't have direct confirmation, but this could be, in fact, our only, our first and only look at what was originally going to be a Black Ops hard reboot, like Modern Warfare, that scrapped the canon of all the other Black Ops games, that could explain the recastings for Mason, Woods, Hudson, whatever. It was going to do the same thing as Modern Warfare because they figured, hey, Modern Warfare was successful. Do the same thing with Black Ops. Just hard reboot it, call it Black Ops. Whatever happened behind the scenes changed their changed their mind and they said, hey, let's do a direct sequel to Black Ops 1 instead. And we'll call the game we'll call the game Black Ops Cold War. And they figured, hey, we already have these voice actors signed on. We'll just keep them, you know, whatever. We'll explain the recast another time or never acknowledge it at all. Who cares? But... Further evidence that, yeah, gaming scoopers, corporate media, anybody who reported on that rumor, uh, it was like, what, late 2019, early 2020? Oh, no, no. Yeah, I was like, yeah, around that time, they reported on, yeah, there was talks of a Black Ops 5 at one point. It had a V-shaped logo, which actually popped up in-game as a glitch in Cold War. Um, Mm -hmm. I think Carnage Hero, I think his name is, posted the first image of that. It was in his message of the day. Um, I'll put it on screen as well if you're on YouTube. I think it was Ghost. Oh, Oh, Carnage Ghost. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ghost 619, I think that's his name, right? There was a Black Ops V, so Black Ops 5 logo that existed. They maybe changed it because, hey, they didn't want to brand this game as like a sequel to BO4 because of the negative reception. Or Vanguard had a similar V-shaped logo at some point, even early on. I think on. it's the Vanguard thing. I think it's... They don't want to have two Vs in a row. <laughs> yeah. Especially if especially if they were like playing with a full Black Ops reboot. Right, right. Then, it wouldn't make sense to call like, it Black Ops They they, cha- they changed the title so many times of the 100%. game. 100%. Yeah, uh-huh, so, yeah, that's what I feel anyway. Right. So they had went through who, who knows how many revisions with this new Black Ops game. And uh, it ended up turning into Black Ops Cold War. Totally cool with that. But it's just cool to look back at just early concepts. Because I know Activision does not like, you know, alpha build gameplay of their shit or, or, or whatever. They strike that immediately. But when it comes to artists, whenever their NDAs expire after like a year or two and they post that concept online, that's okay to talk about. COD partners typically do it. So I'm assuming that's okay to show, you know, the old Flex edition that, that popped up. In the video last night, we also talked about some concept art for, I think it was uh, some multiplayer maps, perk, menu designs. Uh, Stamina Up was called Ginger, Ginger something. Let me find the name of it. Stamina Up was a different perk entirely, as it seemed. Probably the same ability, but they were going to call it, let me find it. It was called Ginger Pop. Same stamina logo, but it had a different name. It had like a taller looking can. Uh, the perk designs were a lot different. Uh, really, really cool to look at kind of what was uh, what was in mind at the time for this game. And you know what? Black Ops V could have stood for five and Vietnam. I think that would have worked. But then they're like, yeah, Vanguard's gonna come out. And how do you how do you do that? 
Uh, I think going forward, you're going to be seeing games called Black Ops and then a word, Black Ops something something. They won't do numbers, I don't think, anymore. Uh, yeah. I, that, that's my opinion. But we'll see if, like, Modern Warfare 2 has a Roman numeral 2. That'll be interesting because I don't know if they're going to do, like, Modern Warfare something something as well. We'll, we'll see. But uh, I, I, what do you think would have happened, though, if they hard rebooted Black Ops? It would have been kind of weird, right? To, like, scrap the cannon that worked so well. I would have I been salty about that, though. I was thinking about that, and... Um... It's just like you really just can't with Black Ops. It doesn't work. <laughs> because there's so much yeah. there's so much that happens, like dating back to World War II. Um and even and even earlier, kind of. Maybe. I, I forget. I there might have been some things where it happened before World War Two. But yeah, you're talking like World at War, BO one. I, I I just think like the the story that Alex Mason went through. It's so um, iconic, so rich. And in yeah. bo1 like you can't reboot that story no like, that story is would, like yeah. and if you do reboot the reason why you can't reboot it is because it was such a for me anyway being like seven at the time it was such a um like new concept to understand like this this guy was just like brainwashed or whatever and you know so rich the numbers man. and i don't know it's obviously nostalgia plays a large part in that i'm not denying that but right. the way it was handled in cold war in the campaign it didn't rely on bo1 it was right. just kind of like a it, it, you know what happens and now and i think that was enough for people to be on board with it i think i know that's a great way to put it i think it's just it just it innovated the franchise so much it introduced so many concepts that we hadn't seen before i mean it brought zombies to a new light black ops one's dlc it's just that game, you just you can't do it again. It's kind of like when you hear about rumors, oh, Back to the Future reboot or all these movie reboots. You just can't do it with certain movies, man. I'm sorry. You just can't do it. And maybe Modern Warfare wasn't as rich to where they were able to do it. I don't know, man. It just Modern Warfare, sure, it's iconic. There's great moments of the old campaigns. But I see why they went down a reboot path because obviously Infinity Ward was like in shambles during MW3. Things were weird. It, also finishes, it finishes trilogy as well. It yeah, it, it also got its – yeah, it finished and it was like an eight-year gap with the, between, the, between Modern Warfare games. So And yeah, Cold War's campaign uh, – this is what Cal said. Cold great. War's campaign gets enhanced if you played BO1. It doesn't require it. So I, think, I think that's one of the – that's one of the like biggest things uh, I think is the takeaway from the campaign because, you know, you – I think – like I said before, just knowing that Woods and Mason are are there somewhere, it just it just makes people more involved. Like just right, that whole right. campaign, that whole campaign, you're mostly around Adler, Park, Lazar, Sims. Um, Literally new characters that became instant fan favorites. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's just like, uh, I mean, if if it was. I know I said some of it has a lot to do with nostalgia, but it's not nostalgia being like, oh, I wish I could go back to here. It's more nostalgia and the factor of like, it's just it's just familiarity. And, 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 and hardcore fans are rewarded for remembering as well. That's the thing. Yeah, and, and that goes into what Cal says. It's good if you played it, but it's not required. And I think yes. that is the best way to handle um, going back and doing... Um, new things using older themes and topics i think that's the best way to do it where it's it's yeah. not required that's kind of the direction with zombies now too it's like if you play the old ether story it's like yeah. oh you're you're, you're kind of rewarded for that in in the new games because like there'll be callbacks little references things that you might have been familiar with in older maps that maybe come back in different forms and new maps but it's not required where it's like you're lost and that was the whole point of the beginning of Dark Ether with D Machine is like let's go in a new direction and it's, it's kind of it's funny how Cold War does that across all modes. If it's even MP, if you're familiar with older Black Ops games, 
you'll kind of have an upper hand and you'll feel like enhanced in a way. You'll feel uh, more up to speed. But if you didn't play older Black Ops games, it's still easy to hop on board with any of the game modes and and, and get a good flow going and, and to to figure out what's going on. You know, it's really cool that, that it works that way. I do like that a lot. Um, so it, it's something it's something that I think Treyarch just does so well. And I hope other devs kind of get on board with that at some point. But I had such a great time making that video last night. I also smacked really hard in Fireteam for no reason. <laughs> and there was such rich gameplay. Hopefully people enjoyed that. I was oh, I was going off for no reason yesterday. Definitely a lot of fun. Um, I saw some comments saying, oh, how, I, I, I can't get any Fireteam lobbies. I'm like, just make sure crossplay's on. Play during the day, not at night. And I think you'll be fine. But um, overall, man, I just, I love seeing things like this. When you get early concept images of things that never happened or things that were different at one point and released it. Like, I just, I love that. I love when that, like, that's why I'm like, why doesn't Activision promote more of that? Why don't they ever promote like, oh, let's have a, uh, let, let's have, for example, the COD Twitter one day. Put out alpha build gameplay or or just, or gameplay of an older title that looked drastically different. For example, BO4 with jetpacks. You know, that would, that would be trending, I think. I mean, maybe not now, but before. That would be trending if they said, hey, this is an early look at what we were working on compared to what we released, maybe that wouldn't be too good PR because maybe people will be like, oh, that would have been better. But it, it just it, just connecting with your community, being transparent, instead of striking people that want to talk about things that didn't happen. Like the BO4 campaign, for example. It's like, come on, man. It, it's almost like Vanguard Zombies specifically would have been received differently if they said, hey, guys, we're going to approach this differently this time. It's not going to be like a full-fledged mode, even though they're charging full price yeah. for it. They can't really say that either. But if they went ahead and said, hey, guys, this is a bit of an experiment this year, try something different, uh, if they would have just said, hey, we're not going through with round base, it just would have said something that's more transparent so we know what their what their uh, uh, direction is like, what the direction is. I think it would have been, it would have resonated a lot better with the community, but people went into Duran Fung expecting, you know, uh, the style that they were known for for all these years, and it, and it wasn't that. And uh, that's fine to change things up, but transparency is so important for reception of the community, right? If they were, because again, BO4 had jetpacks at one point in MP. They got scrapped, but they still brought him back with Heavy Metal Heroes. So it's like for them to share stuff like that, it's really cool, I think, just for the sake of uh, touching on a side of the community that may have been interesting, interested in speculating about it. Uh, we also have some interesting rumors, man. I want to get your thoughts on uh, COD 2023 apparently using the Modern Warfare engine, staying boots on the ground, though, being kind of a blend of BO2 and 3, and taking place in the near future. I mean... What does that make you think about when it comes to the next step for the Black Ops series? Because apparently images surfaced of it, which we talked about last week. But how are you feeling right now about about another Black Ops game, man, in a couple of years? What's going I on? Hope not, I hope it doesn't follow suit with uh, Vanguard and and Modern Warfare being absolutely just broken. But yeah, um, I think it, I think it was done correctly, and Treyarch does a, its own little kind of spin on it. I think it could be very well. I think it could be. Uh, an ace game an ace game i think it sparks an interesting topic in my mind about engine though right because it's like oh they're gonna use a monoworth for engine sure so i'm gonna assume the excuse for this is to ensure smoother warzone integrations right so that the games don't feel different it's easier to port weapons over uh because you know it's like I, I get it when you play cold war mp or zombies and you hop onto warzone big difference in how it feels i i, I get it maybe they're trying to prevent that disconnect they want to kind of bridge the gap better between all our all of our titles sure but Warzone Pacific's a bad example. It's like, oh yeah, Vanguard's on the same engine, so the integration's smoother, but the game's fucking broken because there's no key way in it. So it's like, can't really argue that right now, that it's gonna, it's gonna ensure smoother integrations. But Black Ops 2023, I, I think if Treyarch has enough time to make the game, 
they could find the way to where it doesn't feel like a clone of Modern Warfare the way Vanguard does. But if you don't have enough time to make the game, then it'll probably just feel like MW again, which I don't want to see. Because then, if yep. anything, it's like I'd rather have Treyarch be the odd ones out where they have the only unique feeling game that doesn't play exactly like MW or VG, whatever, slash Hammer Infinity we're working on. Because right now, Cold War is the only odd one out. Which game doesn't feel like MW? It's not Warzone. It's not Vanguard. It was Cold War. So, I don't know, man. It's like, I don't want them to use the engine. Because even by then, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be a little bit more outdated? Hopefully they enhance it by then. I mean, the, the way the game's yeah. built, the way it runs. I mean, that'll be... Because Cold War runs off of, like, an enhanced version of, I believe, what Black Ops 4 ran off of. Like, that kind of Treyarch engine and whatnot. Um, and I, liked, I like it better. I mean, is it because things feel smoother? The UI is cleaner? The putting armor plates on and fire team is better. Uh, uh, there's no slide canceling. I don't. I don't like that. I mean, am, am I crazy for saying that? I'm not a fan of that new play style. I'm just not. I learned how to do it recently with a funny video that I have going out soon. Um, I teamed up with uh, some Warzone professionals for a sponsored video that I'll be sharing with you guys soon. But they, I'll, I was taught how to slide cancel, how to use this new movement, and I'm like, I don't see myself playing like this. That's not. That's not my. That's not my style of how I play aggressive MP. Maybe I have to adapt to it going forward a little bit more, but I don't know. How do you how do you feel about that? The way that that, that the, the, I, the IW engine has changed the fundamentals of COD and how you play. I mean, what, what are you thinking about that? It's weird. It's a weird I'm, discussion. I mean, I, I I don't really like the engine because uh, it just doesn't really feel like Call of Duty to me. Um, it just increases the sweats, man. I, I, it's like, eh, it's like <laughs> it just like it just it, it brings. The idea of a slot to a new level that I'm not on board with necessarily. I don't like that style. Um, and that's why I, I think that's why so many people like disregarded Cold War immediately. Oh, you can't slide cancel? Not, not playing DMP. It's like, yeah. And I feel like it, I would love to know the statistic though. I wish that I would, I would, there was a way to know how many people actually dropped Cold War instantly from the beta because they couldn't play the same way they played in MW or they couldn't play the same way they played in, in Warzone. I would like to know that. I, I guarantee you it's a big statistic. Guarantee you. Uh, and it's and that's really stupid to me. So maybe Activision believes, oh, if they have everything on the same engine with all the same mechanics, because they, they don't, they're not forced to put slide canceling because of the engine. But obviously, you know what Vanguard's going for—the exact same gameplay style to a T. So I, I, I'm nervous, but I don't believe Treyarch will, will make an MW clone. I think they'll have a lot more time to make the game, polish it, give it its own feel. Um, because it's almost like the way MW and Vanguard go, it's like they're really promoting realism. When it's like, does anybody really care about that? Or do you care about fun gameplay? I don't give a fuck about realism. It's like, I'd rather have the arcadey, retro, colorful, saturated experience and level designing. I don't care about how real a building looks or a fucking bird taking a shit on the sidewalk somewhere or, or, or rats running through alleys. Like, I don't care about seeing that. I want to play the game and enjoy the gameplay. And have I have like bright colors for the, uh, you know, it's like, do you, do you, I want to ask you something too. Uh, do you remember MW? Do you remember how desaturated so many thumbnails were that season? Think about the content yeah, yeah. for a second. Thumbnails were depressing. And it's not even about, it's not about content creation, but I'm just giving you an example. Remember how depressing thumbs looked or any marketing for MW from content creators, whoever, compared to like BO4 and then Cold War after that. Isn't that crazy? How different, like, just the, the vibe was, man. It just has a, it has a lot to do with, like, the content was released in it because, like, you, you're comparing the skins of uh, MW to, like, oh, man. BO4. It's, like, there's just a lot more to, to play with there. And I really think 
um mw kind of started the trend of like the these thumbnails that like all you use like night text and, and oh the, like the best the best loadout with and the bars all, too yeah the, with the, the the best loadouts where it's like the bar all the way up saying oh max uh fucking efficiency or uh yeah. max damage like, i i don't i feel like that's such a tired style that if anybody's trying to grow off that i sincerely wish you luck because i don't see that working anymore for anybody but that, that's just that's my personal opinion um and, and wait, so are you saying that that style became more popular because of the fact that they couldn't do anything else interesting with uh, with thumbnails and graphics for MW because of how, de how colorless and soulless the game was for the most part? Like, is, is that kind of what you were getting at there? That's kind of what I'm saying because I, I know it was in BO4. I knew it was very... Uh, common to see that too, yeah, yeah. It was very common to see it in BO4, but I feel like... With Warzone and everything coming out, it really like refined and pushed this like, oh, you need this to have a high click through rate, and you need this, you need that. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, I need yeah. my face in the thumbnail going like, oh, it's like, oh my god, the best gun in the world. It's like, oh, like, come on, dude. It's like it's not even. Or yeah, with a fake reaction, you're like, uh, yeah, you're having a seizure for fucking for because of a 40 kill, 40 kill gameplay on MP. Like, okay, relax, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> and also something I noticed too, like. Even even render thumbnails didn't become a thing and like a, a mainstream thing until MW, which is really weird. Like if you think of like Before, how many there, there, there were some there were some solid ones from people though. I think there were some. But how, how many render done. thumbnails? How many render like consistent cons people with consistent render thumbnails did you see in Bo4? Yeah, I, I'm thinking more of like the zombie side. MP never really. Even zombie, never. like I'm just trying, I'm really trying to think, and it was never it was never as mainstream as where like everyone knows how to make renders. I, I yeah, I, I see your point. And it, to go off that great comment from Spider Man, I dropped MW 2019 instantly because it didn't have zombies. Again, that's funny. It's like people instantly drop Cold War because of uh, engine and slide canceling. You dropped it for zombies. You dropped MW for zombies. That's funny. Um, but no, that's a good point. I think I think there there's definitely room to argue that for sure. I think it's it's weird how. Like I said, the COD cycle does its magic, releases a, a yearly title, and that could change everything. <laughs> that could change how the fundamentals work with content creation, with with marketing. With, with, with that's crazy to think about. It's, it's a good point you brought up. Uh, yeah, occasion put max efficiency, max damage, load out, and it's like, and I think people have, <laughs> I, I, I think people are cringing at that at that concept already. It's like it just doesn't work. I mean, very few channels that can get away with that anymore. I just, I for COD, I'm talking about. I just, I don't see that. As, as as interesting to me when I see that I I, I instantly care less that, that's when I'm when I'm scrolling through YouTube that's that's me though I'm, I'm I don't I can't speak for everybody but that's just me. Uh, it, it's, it's also weird. just like coming from like a, like a thumbnail like designer standpoint it's just not for me it's not fun to make that type of stuff at all. You you see it's not even your video you, wouldn't, you still wouldn't feel fulfilled making the making the thumb yeah, for I someone don't. yeah yeah I don't I purposely don't do thumbnails without a render. Um, like commission work wise because i don't like doing it that much i'd yeah. rather not take the money <laughs> yeah it's so funny too I, I was thinking about this the other day i was like you know what's interesting right is like people i just looked up best class setup warzone all the literally all the same fucking really all the same things like all the, images, same all the same thumb styles yeah I, I was thinking i'm like you know what the other day i was like wait a second it's it's weird how people people that don't like cold war but praise mw but then still cry about svm every day you know, skill-based matchmaking. And it's weird because MW is the game that kind of reinforced extremely strict skill-based matchmaking. So it's like, 
it, it's kind of ironic how people do that, but I, I, it was a side thought recently. But yeah, I mean, it's like whatever. If this is your style, you enjoy doing it, go for it. But it's just, it's just, it's personally not for me. Personally, not for. I, Person not for a lot of creators, I think. I think people still do it because they think it's like, you know, trendy or that's what works. But it, it it's kind of like the same thing as being a channel that titles your vids brutally honest, like where it's a video that says like, hey, or something and you get 100K. It's like, yeah, when you have that audience that watch you for you, you can post whatever you want. But when you're trying to grow, I, I just don't think that works for a lot of people. Um, somebody, Hell said, anybody heard of Lego? Oh, heard from Lego. Oh, yeah. I, I, I talked to him recently. Yeah, he took, a, he took a break. He was going through some stuff. He is working on other things right now, and uh, he's, I think, coming back uh, this week, I want to say, or early next week. I know he said he's, he has some stuff in the works, but yeah, he, he's doing good. I, I checked up on him recently. He's a really, really, really good person. Um, really, really passionate guy that uh, hopefully uh, comes back swinging with some with some new content. But I think, yeah, Vanguard hit a lot of people differently. Vanguard hit a lot of channels in different ways to where they took breaks or did other things. You know, that's just, that's just the way it goes, but... Um, yeah, I think a lot to look forward to with Treyarch. I think, you know, even if MW2 comes out next year and it's not, or less than a year from now, if, even if it comes out and it's like just not it, uh, I, I still think, you know, before we know it, there'll be Treyarch news again. You know, the, the way the way they do marketing is unmatched. Um, yeah, there's definitely, oh, there's also a weirdo in chat that just got banned too. Um, that guy's been trolling lately. I don't know who that guy is, but he's trolled on Twitter. And I mean, people that, like, I always wonder when people troll like that, it's like, what do you do with your time, man? <laughs> what, what's going on in your life, man? Do you, have, do, you have, do you have time to go on people's content and just start talking weird stuff? Like, I don't know. That's the internet for you, though. Anyway. <laughs> um, what about, like, the, the rumor about it being, like, BO2 and 3 type of vibes? Like, do you think it'll be a sequel to Cold War or after BO2? Or, I mean, what do you think the story is going, man? I, that's a big discussion there that I've talked about in videos, but... To be honest, I have no clue. I, I got no clue, and whatever it is, I hope... I want it to be 90 really badly. I think 90s will work really well. I think I think zombies might stick with 90s. We'll see, but I, I think a campaign might maybe do flashbacks or... Lots, lots to look forward to with the story, but... Um, the reason why engine is a really important topic that I wanted to get into, I, I want you to refresh my memory on something that you brought up to me recently. You know how you're, you're talking about Fortnite jumping from one engine to another. Meanwhile, yep. it's like, we're looking at what to me is now an outdated engine MWs and how that's supposed to be like the, the foundation going forward with all new CODs. What happened with chapter two to chapter three with Fortnite, how they jumped over, they jumped ship a bit. Is it something better? It's like, what's going on with that? So yeah, with with the introduction of Fortnite Chapter 3, I believe, uh, I've read a few news articles on it, that they actually upgraded their engine to um, Unreal Engine 5 um, through an update, which which was very, I, th I think it was beneficial for the game. They're adding weather events um, and a coming update. Uh, it's just crazy. Was there like a know. giant patch, though, to do that, to, like, swap engines, like, mid-update? Was there, was there downtime? I mean, I, I'm not being... I got no... Yeah, yeah, Fortnite always has downtime between um, one chapter and another. Like, it was a very well, for an engine long switch, though, I mean, I figured that'd be a crazy update, like a juicy patch, 10 gigs. I don't know. I'm, I'm just guessing, talking crap about a master, but I, I, it sounds like yeah, a I big don't, I don't jump. Know either. Yeah. <laughs> That's really interesting to me. I'm, there's probably an article on it. Fortnite Unreal Engine 5, you said? Yep. Fortnite Unreal Engine. And it's like, because COD hasn't really made a jump like that, engine-wise. Everyone's like, oh, MW, MW, but it's like... That also is just like an enhanced version of the old one. It's like, it was a Quake or, or whatnot. It's like, it's just not, it's nothing too different, man. It's, oh yeah, IGN, December 8th. Fortnite's fishing moving to Unreal Engine 5. 
We're excited to share this journey with you and are working to make this the best experience possible for the entire Fortnite community. Um, Major Studio, Major Studios like Gear, the Gears team have begun developing on the new engine and showed off a stunning Unreal Engine 5 tech demo. Matrix Awakens Unreal Engine 5 experience. I mean, so many games were, were hopping onto this. Oh, many fans are specifically praising how good Spider-Man's web slinging is in Fortnite. So that, the smoothness of that apparently was because of Unreal Engine 5. The Spider-Man swinging. That's crazy, I dude. I don't know a lot about engines, so I'm not going to act like I do. But no, I, I don't either, but I'm, I'm reading this. Apparently, they interviewed some devs here. Uh, or they just have the, the scoop here, IGN, they wrote about this. That's crazy. They, they've, they, some guy, Crazy Steven said in chat, I thought they went from Unreal 3 to Unreal 4 and now to Unreal. They've gone through three they engines. Went through, oh, shit. With Wait, every, maybe with every chapter. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, chapter two was four, and then chapter three is five. Interesting. Chapter two, engine four, and then chapter three, engine five. That's really cool. That's really maybe cool, maybe it was like that. I don't maybe, know. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm just guessing there, but that, that's wow. <laughs> so I know you want to get into this because I'm like because you, you you think about COD and it's like what when will they make a jump like that where we see something crazy like uh, maybe that's why we haven't seen anything crazy like with a live event for Warzone or for something. They literally just, can't do it. They just can't. Or maybe that's why they couldn't do like fully open world outbreak where it's there's no warping. It's just a massive you know map. And you go from area to area with different objectives, and it's just like all out in the open like that. Maybe it's the engine. Is that is that is that maybe what we're missing here? It's it's the engine that's kind of holding them back on on innovation that they just can't do. I mean, yeah, I definitely think that that is a major part in it. That that's <laughs> crazy, engine. man. Something to do with the engine. I don't know exactly specifically because like I'm not. Yeah, we're not devs or engineers. Actually. We're not we're not we're not on the inside, but we're we're we're. we're Making yeah, guesstimates can... off of what we've read from still still can't swim with the current modern warfare engine. See, I'm not sure if that is is, is engine based or it's like they just don't want swimming in the game. I I don't know. I think but... I think I don't think it's like engine based, but because of the engine it's on, there's extra testing that has to go into that for stability, and they just don't have the time or manpower to do it. But then it's silly. I put a tweet out recently. I'm like, you look, why is why is the modern warfare kind of era right now with MW Warzone Vanguard? They're anti swimming. Trained soldiers can't swim, but then Cold War, right? It was like an enhanced version of like what Blackout had with the swimming, the vehicles, the parachuting, and that works fundamentally better. It's like how, how it's like how do people praise? I mean, it's it's all subjective, of course. But it's like how are you praising MW's capabilities over Cold Wars and you can't swim? Caldera is an island. It's an island where there's water everywhere and you can't swim. They put shallow water that you walk across. That's it. It's like, sure, cool, you know, bless them for doing that, for trying something with water. But for an island battle royale map, you would think there's, like, secret caves you could swim into and shit. And, like, all – I can think of so many things that the, the Euro Mountain – The Orta Cave in Euro Mountains that was going to happen, right? The Euro Mountains was going to be this massive open world experience, all the fire team regions put together for a Blackout 2.0 battle royale mode. That got scrapped, of course. They just reused the regions for fire team and for Outbreak. Fine. But you can swim. Come on, dude. It's like it's just unacceptable that we're, we're it's just we're looking at like a literal downgrade when it comes to things like that. But it's whatever. It's swimming. It's same thing as like oh, there's no Pat Camel and Duran Fung. It's one of those like whatever. <laughs> it's not 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 a big deal. But it's just like something that we just we we scratch our heads about. We're like like what's going on there? It, it makes you think. Um, but you know to kind of go back on like a, a Fortnite convo a bit. It's like 
you're you're having a blast, man. And I, I I'm excited to kind of jump into it for the first time in, in like over a year, just for some you know funny Facebook content, just to try it out, just to get a couple dubs on some bot lobbies that I'm probably gonna have and. You know, loving the crossovers. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Cobra Kai, so they got a goddamn Cobra Kai crossover in, uh, and that's like, well, holy shit. They're like, well, hello, let's go. I'll use Kofi Jardy to, uh, to get, uh, yeah. maybe get that skin. The only skin I have is like Batman, because that's my guy, obviously, but I, <laughs> that's like the only skin I got in Fortnite, which is fun, which is really goofy. Um, but yeah, no, the, it's, it's so cool to see what they're doing, man. Um, and you know what? I give them props because how do you keep innovating? You would think at a certain point they get burned out on ideas. It's like, oh, hire new talent, hire new people. That they, literally, they literally keep, I don't know, like every fucking introduction of weather introduction events. of sliding, a weather event, like slide. They have sliding in it now too. It's it's smoother than COD. It's crazy. First I mean, person weapons. You made uh, me die when you're like Spider Man swinging smoother than fucking the Spidey we have in event in the Avengers game. In Avengers, yeah, crazy, dude. How how they're how they're getting that stuff down? It's like it's it's incredible, and I give them props. Yeah, I mean, yes, Dutch Masters. I do have a creator code. Cole Fajardi. Everybody use that. Yeah. If you're playing Fortnite. Cole Fajardi. <laughs> yeah. Pop that up. I'll make a Nightbot command for it. Spider-Man, remind me, please. DM me later. Cole Fajardi. And, uh, see, you put Sack and I'm like, oh, support a creator, but people might not recognize it. Just put, just write no, creator Cole Fajardi. <laughs> people like in like a Fortnite community, everyone says Sack. Uh, see, I'm, see, I'm the tired old mule, tired old boomer. <laughs> I, I, didn't, see, I, I learned something new today. I learned something new today. I, I never have seen that in my life. I swear to God, it being used on Twitter. I, see, that's my fault. Thank you for, for enlightening me. I saw that was in your bio. I saw it was in your bio. But it's like, um, hey, chat, if you want to use creator codes, if you're, if you're itching to use a code of somebody's, feel free. G Fuel, code Dynamite. Say 10% off right now. We have 30% off deals with my code coming up this month. Two opportunities coming up. I'll be announcing soon. Great G Fuel collection right behind me. I'm going to be enhancing his collection and adding to it. I was drinking Hype Sauce today. Great flavor. Um, we also have the Spider-Man flavor, uh, Matrix that just came out. Great flavors from G Fuel. So many cool crossovers coming up that I can't share with you just yet. With G Fuel, uh, Control Freak, obviously can't go wrong with. We also have Call of Duty Control Freaks, right? Warzone, Vanguard, mm -hmm. Cold War Thumbsticks. And, of course, can't go wrong with what we're wearing today, Fajardi and I, as we always wear. Gamer Advantage, the boys, the legendary glasses. Um, absolutely incredible pieces of eyewear, man. Loving, loving mm -hmm. the... Uh, the promotion with them so yeah cold dynamite for those 10 percent off all those brands or 30 percent off occasionally when there's boost and then cold majority like, crazy to say that man did you, did you think back to like we were playing bo4 in 2018 we're talking about codes with our names like what who, the, who would have thought about that man it's just it's such yeah, a I humbling see, feeling man i see a few people in chat say i don't play fortnite hop on to support the goat dude um, i yeah. think i think that's like i think i would buy a lot more bundle in, in cod if like, if for example you had a code or someone smaller had a code, just I'm knowing touched, they get kicked back for it, yeah, like I would probably buy a whole bunch of more stuff. And and because that opportunity does happen with Fortnite, people, I mean, you, you see in chat, two people have said already, I'm gonna install Fortnite and buy one skin just for you. I said it too. Wait. I'm buying Cobra Kai tonight <laughs> just just with your code. I swear, to, I wouldn't have bought it. I love the show, but I wouldn't have bought it if you didn't have a code. I know Eric, I would have probably used Eric's, but if you guys didn't have codes, I wouldn't even have thought of it. I swear to God, it's like, dude, yeah. See, it's just it also just motivates people to purchase yeah. more. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't have bought anything if it weren't for um the code to show up. So like it just the five percent people get it. Yep. And you know that's the thing. It's, it's like not, small price. It's like yeah, and I know not everybody has money to just drop on a bunch of you know G fuel packages and the like PCs or whatever whatever the case is with the partner code. But it's like whenever you consider buying something, you know it really helps out a lot. It, it just it really means the world to the creator. It's like, it's not about the commission. Like literally, literally keep the money. I don't care. It's just the, the, the thought that somebody thinks of you when purchasing something and they want to, you know, themselves could save money too. It's like, it, it's just such a, such a warming feeling 
the people do that, man. It, it really helps out a lot. You guys have no idea how much that how much that supports. Um, yeah, the, people all the way around. The, the supported creator code for Epic goes on the Epic Store as well. It's not just Fortnite. It's for um, that's really cool. Yeah, so if you like buy a game with the code, I think it still does. Something. Well, other games are on the Epic Games Launcher. I, I, I never, I never. Um, I'll, I'll open it right now. There's a, yeah, there's I'll a decent amount of games. I've never, uh, I've never seen the... Rocket League is a good one. Um, I think huh. Rocket League's on here. Wait, let me just go to my library. So yeah, Rocket League, like Borderlands Three, God of War. Oh, uh, what? Impact, Rainbow Rainbow Six Extraction, uh, Far Cry Six, Red what Dead Redemption Two, Cyberpunk. Like it's like Steam. It's like basically like Steam. I did not know there were some serious games in there like that. Wow, God yeah. of War. What? I did not. I didn't know that. Yeah, God of War just went um, to PC recently. I think it's on pre-order. Far Cry. Dude, this is this is insane. I, I I didn't know that. I swear to God, I didn't know that. Um, and God of War look amazing on PC. I can't even imagine. Yeah, I, might, I might play it for the first time. I haven't played that game yet. It's enhanced for PS5 too. I'm, I might I might pick up a PS5 version too before the yeah, season I, comes up. Yeah, God of War is coming to Steam as well. So that's actually incredible. Uh yeah. I think. <laughs> There's so much going on, man. It's just like I, I almost I, I have like secondhand embarrassment when you see like the chapter two to chapter three live event, and then you have like the ending of her dance to Caldera. I, like LTM. what? It's just oh, you know what you reminded me of today. I didn't even know this. Season one reloaded. Are you kidding me? It's the same day as what again? Um, actually, I think I was actually wrong when I told you that. I think it's the next Tuesday that season oh. one reloaded for the 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 season one reloaded. They call it mid season update in, in for Fort though. Um, is is like I thought it was the Tuesday coming the same day as season one reloaded for Vanguard, but I, I think it's say, a week no later. No way they do that. There's no way somebody <laughs> read that and said, "Yeah, let's do it." Because when they plan around <laughs> stuff like that, they have to look at the schedule of other games, what the competitions like. Of course, they're gonna properly, you know, schedule things. I'm like, there's no way they do the same day as for, especially when Fort's like Fort's like peaking right now. Fortnite's actually mm. like what like Fortnite's actually back. peaking. It's definitely back. That's what I'm saying. It, it, I give them props for being able to bounce back from like a low period. Like what? What's that's what COD definitely is in right now. 100%. I don't know. If can they bounce back this this year? With this game? This year? I mean, end of Fortnite, the year, didn't end back for, Fortnite didn't bounce back in like all of Chapter 2. So Really? There was, was there, there was no high moments? No crazy events? Well, there, 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 right? there definitely was. And they, they probably, it probably still like performed well. I'm not saying like they lost money or whatever, but it's... It was very uh, apparent seeing, like, people just weren't as interested. People fair, were fair. playing a lot more Warzone at the time. Um, oh, man. It's it's crazy looking back at like, people that, like, built their careers and became people because of Warzone and have completely, completely abandoned it. And more power to them, nothing against them. I'm not saying, oh, they should be forced to play Warzone, but it's crazy how Activision is losing some top, like, top-tier creators right now that, that moved to Apex, moved to Fortnite, moved to... Wow. And it's and the same thing with the competitive scene. You're gonna have pros that retire because of this shit, because of what's going on. And I mean, what's going on, man? Like that's just it's just it's a it's a low point right now. It's a low point across the board for a lot a lot of people, a lot of communities. Yep. Um, not to mention, right? You know, CPMs typically dip for for YouTube during this time of the year, or you know, coming up. So you're you're gonna see a lot of channels that don't care about anything but money. They're gonna also be taking breaks, leaving. I mean, you're gonna see that all all, all the time. You're gonna be seeing that throughout January, February. Um, before we get into the billion dollar lawsuit of the century right now, which I think is a funny ass topic, I think it's time for our first segment of Who Are These People for 2022. 
All right, so we have some <laughs> we have some funny ones here. Uh, again, people that are just out of touch with with how I do content, what's going on in the the COD scene. Uh, this dude really calls a tweet calls a tweet, and people talking a Cold War update to try and trick people into clicking into thinking something is happening in the game. Wow, what a waste! I don't give a crap about any of this dumb shit. He could have titled this way better, but he knew what he was doing. Um, this is a reference to my video last night. It's like, what do I like? How do you title this right? Oh, did I title it Black Ops Colder Collector's Edition? What the? F what relevancy does that have? What relevance does that have in 2022? You know what I mean? It's like, I, I titled it in a way I think it was, was interesting. The thumbnail was literally it. It's like really direct. So, I mean, these, these people are, I don't know why you would expect me exclusively to cover some type of magical update that apparently Treyarch didn't even market. It's like, what? I don't, I don't know what this guy's thinking. Okay, this clickbaiting enough. What Cold War update? This one, the one that didn't happen. It's like, it's an update on a story that I was chasing like a year ago. So, I don't know why that's uh, apparently confusing, even yeah, though the timestamps... I think some people, like, I don't know when this, like, happened, but people associate the word update with, like, you know. A big-ass like, map pack or something. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, when when the update can be used for a word, like, oh, here's an update and, like, how I'm doing, you know? And right. here's a large content update on how I'm feeling is, currently. Is that the Fortnite effect where the word update has, like, changed the landscape of what that word means for other games, too? It's like, oh, it must yeah, be something maybe. big. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just talking shit, but uh oh this, oh my god chat I, th this one really got, i'm like what i'm glad you were able to give one of your buddies a ps5 i'm like oh he had me in the first half it's cool your mommy and daddy was able to buy you an extra one to give to one of your buddies just stop acting like you were doing a random contest when you know damn well you knew who you were giving it to from the start uh for the vast the vast, shit? the vast giveaway which by the way the winner was just announced i think a couple of days ago on twitter by vast themselves i retweeted it i also promoted it in a video last night um, a complete random that I didn't know on Twitter won it. That, that, that's what it was. Vast is a group that hosts the giveaways for creators. They'll put out the tweet. They have 700K followers on Twitter, massive account. They have the website where you go in and submit your entry. You follow the rules of how to, how to enter the giveaway. Um, what, what happens is the creator invests. So I paid Vast the equivalent of a PS5 and a copy of Vanguard. And then the giveaway was then marketed as... PS5, copy of Vanguard, or $550 cash. The winner could then choose which one they want, the cash or the prizes. Vast then goes out of their way. They handle getting the prize to the winner, announcing all that. I just pay, and then I, I let them do all the work with. That's all That's all Vast works. Um, mommy and Daddy definitely can't find PS5, so I don't know where they're going to find them at. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, I had no, I had no type of, uh, opportunity or or ability to select any winners. That was all on Vast's end. That was not that was not me at all. So that's really funny. Somebody was salty. They didn't win. Great video to have in the background while my Sims fuck. I mean, this one really had me dying. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I mean, this was just so random. I couldn't believe it. I, this is like that moment you're on the toilet and you're reading through comments and you're like, what the fuck? Like, what? What just happened here? Um, very very random comment. That was hilarious. Oh wait, someone. Someone put in chat, is it true Sledgehammer Games tweeted out they didn't get Vanguard? Um, I'm sorry about that. That's that's my doing. That's my fault. Um, I was having way too much fun one day, and I accidentally it, created that abomination. Um, it was something fun that we, just, we don't really do on the channel. Just like one of those like funny tweets. Like Everybody does it, and it's not meant to be, oh, this clickbait thing. It's something funny. Like I've seen somebody do it with like, Treyarch tweets out, 
oh, ZC2 is coming out tomorrow, or, or they put out a tweet from, like, a creator that says, like, ha-ha, I got caught. Like, people do that. Like, they, they inspect element tweets and put them in thumbnails, like, as a joke for, you know, click-through ratio. For It's just something funny people do. We, we just, we just we, we've done it, like, what, twice in the past, like, year? Like, it's just something once I, in a I while. Think that was like, I think that was, uh, like, one of the first times I, I in recent memory I think I've done it. I thought we did maybe, maybe Maybe it was one maybe, of the... I think there was a trailer one I did actually that said the SBMM one. I think yes, the SBMM. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, oh, yes, SBMM yes. is now SBMM is now disabled in Black Ops Coffee holidays. But you so, see, I mean, see that has that bears weight to it because SBMM was the full focus of that video and how something did happen with it. The matchmaking is broken in Cold War right now. Um, so again, it was just something something funny like some concept. Yeah, if if yeah. Um, Zachary, if you feel like um, you were cheated or whatever or something with that tweet, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I was just having a little bit of fun. Um, I take full responsibility for your, uh, your, your yeah. angry emotions toward me. But but you know what? I, I got to say too, see, I, I still put together the video where it, it, it was on topic with that tweet where I kind of put together things in the video that kind of give us that vibe that they don't care, that something is terribly wrong behind the scenes. So that's where that came from. But, you know, it's, it's, just, it, it's just something fun. The same thing as like when we talk about rumored or unreleased content, that there's no images of and we put together concept art for that it's the same thing it's like yeah <laughs> how do you do a thumbnail for stuff that isn't announced you do put together concept art it's like you know that, that's, that's, that's kind of the approach with it but uh this is funny weren't you many one of many youtubers saying cold war was the worst cut ever at launch it's crazy how people's <laughs> opinions change lol i always like cold war got the wrong guy there's another yeah that's another dk out there i mean i i i'm the opposite of that they call me a shill daily for praising cold war um I, this happened to you recently too, right? Someone tweeted you like about your your art, saying, <laughs> "What did they say to you? Something on uh, about hating on Cold War?" Or something. They said, "They said uh, all of these these people hated on Cold War, but now they love it or something." And I'm like, "Do you look at my Twitter the past year, man? Like, geez. I've never said a thing. <laughs> I've never said a bad thing. I've criticized a couple things here and there. They could have been done better, but never on that level of hate or no." Um, I followed because it was the most detailed zombie content I could find last year. Now it's just uh, all other CODs are ass. Cold War Year 2 and Treyarch is the best. Can't wait for 2023 every day. I never said now all other CODs are ass. I'm not really vibing to Vanguard that much. Therefore, I'm not making as much content on it. I'm having a lot more fun covering other things. And it, it, people have been enjoying it. So I don't know what, you know. It was similar to a comment I saw. Maybe I read it last week where somebody's like, oh, you were the channel to go to last year for news. You know, what happened? It's like, there just isn't news right now. And Vanguard is in a very bad state to where if I make a video on Vanguard, um, it's all rants. I, some, guy, uh, some guy said in chat, the ghetto, he said an update is not news and news is an update. Well, I just I just searched the definition of an update. It's um, make something more up to date. That's Wait, what you said an update's not news. What does that mean? An, update's an not update news. An update is not, yeah, he said an update is not news and news isn't an update. And then, and then I sent, and then I, yeah, then I said that the definition of an update is make something more modern or up to date, which kind of means news. And yeah, but no, but, but go back to like a content creation standpoint. Today's news about Call of Duty Vanguard, season one reloaded roadmap, blog post, trailer. Let's talk about it. How is that not news? That's an update coming out and that's news. Or I think it's, I think he's more talking about, I think the title yesterday where it says an update to uh, Cold War you didn't no, expect. It's, it's an update on a story that we talked about a year and a half ago. That It's a good update on it. You know, it's an update yeah. on something that, yeah, that's what, it, it's an update on a story. It's, <laughs> that's and, really what yeah, it is. And also, and also on Google, it says, um, what does it mean? What does update someone mean? So like, for example, the, the story was updating someone to yeah. tell someone the most recent news or information about something. 
I can't yeah. believe I'm, I can't believe I'm explaining that. But it, <laughs> update, explaining update, the definition. update doesn't really mean like they say story like update. Five. I don't I don't like the grammar of that in my title. I don't I don't think that sounds right here. Cold War story update. That sounds that sounds silly to me. I don't like the, how that sounds. If I would have put Cold War DLC update, then you're like, yeah, that's completely misleading. Uh, Collector's Edition and a Black Ops reboot logo reveal is not DLC for Cold War. I mean, yeah, that's but I didn't title it that way. So it's, I think. I think since you have like oh my god exclamation mark at the start of, at the start of the uh, I was shocked I, oh my god that's literally what I that's what I said what <laughs> I just think that's funny it's just that's, funny it's no just no funny it is titling. it is and it's funny because I actually I think I text you oh my god the day that I found that that image was sent to me I'm like what the fuck I was like whoa like Spider Man and the Far From Home when he puts his when he puts his hands on his head and his like his eyes open up he's like what the fuck that was literally me when I saw that image I was actually shocked um so that hey it's reflecting what I thought um uh, but. The title had. I'm just. We're gonna stop with that. We're yeah, gonna yeah, we're gonna that. move on. Uh, no, because I saw a comment last week that was like, you know, you were the guy for news for Cold War. What happened with Vanguard? It's like, dude, there isn't news for Vanguard. The game is in a terrible state. When I do talk about Vanguard, it's probably not good news. It's probably something that was done wrong, something that's broken. It might be a rant that I don't. I don't want to make rants every day. I don't want to talk about negativity or just. Be, I, I don't. I don't want to be that channel. And then it's funny when I do make the video about what's wrong with Vanguard, it's like, oh, you're hating, you're a simp. It's like, for Treyarch, it's like, what do you want then? It's You know what I mean? It's like silly comments like that. There just isn't good material right now for Vanguard, so I'm not making content on it that much. That's really what it is. Uh, what else do we have here? Sorry, but I can't watch this. You're ranting off topic, and this video is 17 plus minutes. Just get to the point. I mean, there's timestamps for you, buddy, to get to whatever point you want to see. Zombies Chronicles 2, no, not interested. Uh, it's a dead topic that we don't want to talk about. Uh, and this last one here from my end, this is actually a great comment. I didn't expect to see this. I mean, he said, this is R. Bennett 93. I won the cover art poster for Cold War that one of the Treyarch employees slash production coordinator were giving away over at Twitter. I am so excited and didn't expect to win. It was one, it was the one where she asked what your favorite MP map was. I really wanted some nice merchandise for Cold War and so happy I got this poster. Can't wait to see it when it eventually arrives. Dude, crazy. So cool. <laughs> what are the odds this person won? Found my video and commented this. I mean, that's, that's incredible. Congrats, happy holidays to Bennett for winning that. That's a, such a great giveaway. Um, I'm I'm super jealous about that too. It's such great posters that you were able to win from uh, from that giveaway from some wonderful devs behind the scenes. That was crazy cool that they did that. So yeah, congrats to this person. I wanted to read that real quick. I'll just take a quick peek at anything in the server that anybody's um, been anything. There's been nothing. Uh, okay. In the server. Clickbait so king. There's a lot more people that do that. Oh yeah, nothing else. New there. That's fine. Yeah, that's pretty much it for uh, the segment this week. I think we read all these from uh, the server as well yep. last week. So pretty funny comments this week. But yeah, with that being said, uh, the billion-dollar lawsuit, my guy. How do you feel that Activision is actually asking for a billion, not a million, a billion dollars in damages from people that were selling cheats for Warzone to this day? They went ahead and said they're going to charge $2,500 per offense per law violation, and if 330,000-ish people were registered buying cheats on these sites, $2,500 per, per person that did that, that equals out to about 827,000, almost a billion, give or take. There's probably many more people that we don't even know about that were doing it, about a billion dollars. Dude, what is going on with people? Dude, think about that number for a second. 330,000 plus, give or take, were buying cheats for Call of Duty Warzone. What? Can you, like, I don't have words for that. Like, that's what's happening? Uh, that's how many... I like, I, I know there's, there's not really an answer to the question. Like, I don't understand, like, why people in general just cheat. Like, there's zero, there's zero side of 
direction from it. It's like you're spawning into. It's like you're loading in on creative mode in uh, in Minecraft, and then and then like there's there's no there's no satisfaction out of playing the game because you have everything already. Like you know what I mean? It's uh, but a billion eight hundred billion uh, or sorry eight hundred million. So too many aliens. Um, yeah. It's uh. Pfft. 2500 per law violation that's freaking crazy i'm i'm actually glad they're starting to crack down on not letting the um the 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 distributors just run scot-free with it um i think it's good it's a good step in the right direction especially yeah. for the large distributor distributor of it they have a activision blizzard earnings call february 3rd which i'll be streaming live on the channel of course reacting to it like i usually do i'm wondering if they're going to address during that call like what's going on and the updates on that suit because it's crazy to me that, you know, Ricochet is not perfect. People already have, I think, worked around it a bit. People are still getting banned more frequently, which is good, but cheating is still an issue. But it's like you said, it's like, what satisfaction do people get from this? Because the first thing I think of is, first off, I feel like the same people that cry every day on Twitter about hackers may have been the same people that were fucking buying hacks to, like, fight fire with fire and do it back to the people that were originally cheating. It, it, because it's like... How did how did somebody go ahead and buy the cheats, use them actively for however long they did, knowing if they had social media, knowing that it was damaging the community so bad? Because realistically, if nobody had cheated, we would never have Ricochet. We would never have people, we wouldn't have people getting banned for ripping models and making custom content or whatever. So people didn't realize the consequence to their actions. People that did this are now affecting the livelihood almost of artists, of people that want to make custom zombies things. It's like, look at what the damage they did. People that don't even play Warzone have gotten affected by this implementation of, of Ricochet. And it's against uh, engine owning, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, a, a couple days before this announcement, they tweeted out that they that they were re they were going to start reselling cheats again because they found a way around Ricochet. So it's like the balls these motherfuckers have to go out and say that. And then immediately, the, you know, the, the, the PR response from Activision is papers, get fucked. <laughs> they serve them papers instantly. And maybe they already had, had that before, but they just didn't announce it till now. Uh, trafficking and circum circumvention devices, and, and, uh, intentional interference with contractual relations, unfair competition, demand for jury trial. I mean, these guys are fucked. I mean, th these guys are actually fucked for, for what happened here. Um and we're not going to go through like all the specifics, but a couple of notes Charlie Intel put out. Uh, Engine Owning was attempting to create cheats for Overwatch and is asking the court to put a stop to their efforts to damage owned IP any further. Uh, they caused millions of dollars in damages. Uh, what else do they have here? They have... They caused severe damage to the company, seeking maximum relief. This, I mean, this is just ridiculous, man. It's actually like it's actually the statement, the phrase, who are these people? Like who actually are these people that sat here and did this shit? Like who went to sleep who went to sleep happy at night? Knowing not only you were selling something that's harmful, it's fucking the community, but you're selling something that you know you are gonna be sued for. You absolutely know you're gonna be sued for. How did somebody go to sleep saying, Oh, we're good? We made we made like 30k in a day off selling shit. We're good. We're 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 living life, we're making profits, running a hustle. What? It's like you, and the fact they were mentioning Overwatch, like, dude, what's going on here? <laughs> but you know the big thing, man. I, I want to get your thoughts on this, right? We haven't talked about this too much. Why is it? It's the Modern Warfare engine, or the way the Modern Warfare is built, that is leading to more cheating like that. Because you didn't see that in Cold War at all. 
it wasn't running off what Modern Warfare was, you know, the compromised anti-cheat that Warzone had. Vanguard is and was during the beta. There were hackers running around rampant during the beta of Vanguard because it was running yeah. off the same anti-cheat that was already broken in Warzone. Cold War did it. Therefore, you did not see. I mean, I never saw cheaters in Cold War that I can remember. Maybe once or twice. Were, I know there were cheaters, but I, it wasn't. It's not anywhere near the scale that it's on today. And is uh, that because of the engine? I'm not an engineer or a dev to say that specifically, but is it a coincidence that Vanguard's running off the same shit and there were cheaters during a beta? I have never seen a beta of COD where there was hackers running around when during a, a beta weekend. Before he was even free, by the way. This is when you had to get a code to play. So wh that's why I'm so confused. I'm like, the way the, 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 the fundamentals of Modern Warfare has this problem so it's like is this something we have to deal with forever now where people are just you know breaking through it's like what is i don't know man i'm so confused with 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 what what the uh direction is you know for the response to cheaters it's like is there ever a way to fully get rid of them probably not is ricochet doing a better job at it hopefully i think it is but i think like you mentioned what was that thing you mentioned about like the fallacy that it's gonna like fix everything what's really doing is with detecting them faster? I think that's how you worded it to me. You yeah, worded it I best. Mean, I, yeah, I don't think... Like, with any anti-cheat, anti-cheat doesn't stop people from hacking. It just makes them get detected faster, if that makes sense. Like, Fair. they're not gonna... I, I mean, at least I, from my experience with um, with uh, other anti-cheats, maybe it's different with Cornell. I'm get, Actually, it's, it is different with Cornell. Cornell level driver, yeah. Yeah. Because that's running all so. your shit in the background. Which, by the way, I mean, if there's ever, like, knock on wood, if there's ever, like, a security breach or, like, some cyber attack or something weird, that's kind of dangerous. If the kernel-level driver is reading all your information on your computer and then that somehow, like, uh, uh, spills into, like, some some hack and then your info's out there, I mean, that's really dangerous. That's why I'm hesitant on anything to do with PC and gaming. I'm, I'm scared of shit like that. Yeah, you get protection. I actually have a sponsor coming up, which uh, helps you secure your data a lot, a lot more, uh, a lot more safely. When it, especially when it comes to content creation, your accounts, your banks. I have a cool uh, partnership coming up with that, but I still you, you get that, that anxiety on your chest where it's like, oh man, like that, that's really scary to think about. Where it's running all your programs in your computer, and you're like, oh, that could just that leak one day. Like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. So it, it's oh, also you know, I almost forgot to mention, wasn't it really weird? how day 20 was tweeted out for the festive fervor event in a war zone i actually missed it you sent it to me uh day 20 marketing went out for like it was called fruitcake i don't know what it was even going to do yeah. to Warzone. the 20th day of whatever change they were going to do it got taken down within like five minutes and then they tweeted out the event's over sorry goodbye uh do you think they canceled the event early because it just wasn't doing well, or do you think there was just really poor communication? I mean, or both. I mean, what do you think? I think I think those like those twenty days of modifiers that that went. I think that went on twenty days too. Like I I, I never I didn't see anywhere that it was that this was happening. Um, like even before it, I I read I read through the blog post or whatever, and I get I didn't I didn't necessarily see it. I mean, maybe I skipped over. Hopefully that's the case, but I, yeah, I don't think anyone knew that was even going on day one.
was that supposed to be like that content where it's like, oh, I have something to stream every day in Warzone. I can go on and try something new every single day. Like that was Blackout. Maybe that would have been interesting. But in Warzone, it's like, okay, the game's actually broken. You can't play it. You can't even, I can't, yeah. dude, I can't see buildings. Like I was recording that video I was talking about. It's coming out soon where I'm playing with the pros and it's for that, that Legion farm partnership I'm doing. I, I, I was actually embarrassed that in my footage, I couldn't see buildings textured. I was walking into invisible walls. My guns were invisible on a PlayStation 5. It's like, and you want me to sit there and play, what was it, guaranteed, what is this one, day 19, guaranteed jailbreak every match on the fourth circle, like, that's, that's gonna make me play the game? Like, I, I don't understand, dude. Out of touch, Yeah, dude. it's it's sad because the Warzone, the whole Warzone side of content creation isn't, it isn't around creativity, it's around class setups. Um, Not a fan of that. <laughs> Not a fan of that at all. Yeah, yeah, it's around class setups, like OP this, OP that, high kills. All it's really, uh, it's really drained the kind of, like, I mean, I see some. I guess that's cool, but I feel like I feel like people have done that in the past, like MP, like oh, watching noobs or watching hackers. So it's like, is that really anything innovative content-wise? I guess for Warzone it is, but it's I'm, it's just not it's just not my my style or cup of tea. It's just not it's not really for me. Well, yeah, um, the, the, I was gonna, uh, what I meant to say is like the main thing that pulls views zone is class setups. Right. Uh, well, I would so. say sec second is probably spectating. <laughs> Second, probably is spectating at this point. I, I wouldn't doubt it. But, yeah, you know, maybe that's why I like Blackout. I, I had so much fun revisiting it uh, with the video last week, too. Um, which I'm so happy with the performance of that. People really liked that video. We just went in, played some Alcatraz, used all the Wonder Weapons that people probably forgot existed in the game. We just smacked, went off, we had a great time, got a dub. I mean, I enjoy making stuff like that. I'll be making more content like that, you know, throughout the year for other games, MPs you forgot about, campaigns, whatever. I just like revisiting stuff that people sh should appreciate, should have appreciated more when it was out. But now that, it, you know, it's nostalgic, people might do it more. Uh, and no, it's like, maybe that's why I like Blackout better. It's like building your loadout as you find things. And it's it kind of reflects skill more when you're able to use whatever you could find. What you have, yeah. Work with what you have. That's what Battle Royale is. It's like, oh, well, loadouts make Warzone stand out. Sure, I, I respect that. But it just feels like a giant game of TDM. It feels like you're relying on people's videos to tell you how to play, which I don't, you know, I'm not really on board with that too much. It's, I don't know, man. It's just it's kind of strange, but... As Raven my, said, my stomach is grumbling, dude. Damn. I am too. I'm, I'm ready to eat in a couple, couple minutes. But as Raven said, looks like those pesky elves grabbed what was left of it and ran off. The elves probably grabbed stability in the QA testers too, because I don't know what the fuck happened. To, I don't know what happened to Vanguard and Warzone ever since uh, the festive God started. Damn, because that that was broken, man. That was definitely broken. Um, oh my God, power grab over blackout in Warzone. Power grab was addicting. I, I I would say that that sparked my love for BR as blackout did when I played that in. Uh, Nakatomi Plaza and Verdansk 84. I love that. I love that mode. But, you know, all in all, man, uh, weird start for the new year for the COD franchise. But in terms of content and our energy and our momentum and our, our passion, we're feeling good. You know, you and I, we're, we're, we got a lot of plans on deck, a lot of cool things going on, a lot of cool Facebook content coming out. Chat, once again, appreciate all the support on Facebook Gaming. We're close to 1,000 followers on the page, which is insane. Um, really? really? Yeah, we're about 860. We're really close. Um, really means a lot to see support on that. The videos have been doing pretty good on there too. Nice. 855, yeah. Uh, I had to be honest, I haven't been looking at the videos. Um, yeah, no, that. no, it's all good. I, uh, I've been, I have, I have a lot of fun kind of doing like the DK After Dark videos. I don't even label them as such, but I call them DK After Dark, where we talk about extra topics that I wouldn't normally hear on YouTube for a number of reasons, such as like MW2 rumors that are already out, uh, you know, kind of like rants on, uh, 
articles that I've seen about COD and just, you know, extra stuff on top of playing other games entirely. You know, like I said, Halo Infinite's addicting. I love smacking in that game. Dead by Day um, on the on the playback. It's because of OBS being weird. But if you just refresh the stream with the app, it'll uh, it'll all be fine. Will you be posting Friday the 13th again? Yes, actually. Uh, Surgical Duke, thank you so much. I think you DM me about that or you tweeted me. Somebody tweeted me about Friday the 13th. I'm like, that's actually a game I want to get into. I don't know if it's on Xbox Game Pass. If it is, I'll, I'll play it on the Series S or I'll end up just copying it on, on PlayStation, whatever the case is. I, that's Again, if you ever have game uh, suggestions, send them my way because I know for sure um, in the next year or two, I'm going to be playing you know, Spider-Man PS5 on there, uh, God of War Ragnarok. A lot of stuff I'm going I'm to be getting into on the, on the Facebook page for sure that I'm really excited about. It's, just, it's cool to be able to just branch out, play whatever, hang out on there, um, you know, stick the cod on, the, on YouTube, but then do other <sighs> things on Facebook for sure. But with that being said, Big weeks coming up, as I wrote in the topic box. A lot of big weeks coming up. Definitely have some uh, cool partnership announcements coming up, some cool sponsored videos for you guys, and some other COD material that I've had on deck. Really excited to share with you. And Fajardi, I know for sure you got some uh, banger art uh, in the back of your mind that's going to be posted on Twitter relatively soon. Yep, that's uh, true. Use code Fajardi, baby. Let's there go. There you go. Code Fajardi in the Epic Game Shop. Yeah, definitely a lot of stuff coming up, chat. We're going to keep the momentum going and hope for a very solid 2022 as we get into the launch of the Modern Warfare sequel less than a year from now. Crazy that we're even talking about that. But with that being said, we have some cool guests also coming up. I got some, uh, I think Feb I think January 20, what day is that? 21st or 8th. I believe it might be the 8th. Really cool guest, actually a COD partner that will be coming on. I have them uh, written down for sure. So lots of, that's kind of how I label that on Anchor. Uh, that kind of sends the, that kind of sends the uh, the podcast out to other audio platforms. But somebody wrote, DK, your, your notification says this upload has three videos. What does that mean? Did you get three notifications for the stream? Is that what you're saying? I don't know if that's what you meant. Yes, one of those streams is broken. I was seeing, but I was seeing blue shit, not your vid. Can you send me like a DM with screenshots or recordings of what you're talking about? I would like to know what you mean. I don't know if it's a YouTube glitch. I don't, I don't know what that is. But uh, with that being said, folks, don't forget, code Fajardi in the Epic Game Shop. Code Dynamite for wonderful G Fuel Control Freak or Gamer Advantage. We got a 30% boost coming to G Fuel very soon. And uh, with that being said, we will see you guys in our next episode. Peace out, everybody. Happy 2022. Bye-bye.